welcome to episode number eight of the Caffeine Crew Cast of Pods. I'm your host, Rob. You can find me on the website as Riffrat. With me tonight is uh, Tim. I'm on the site as Asherdales. I'm Sean. I'm eventually going to be on the site as Evil Teddy Bear. Yay! <laughs> I'm Kat. I'm uh, K McIntyre MT on the site. I'm Javon. I'm also uh, Eyes of Seraphim on the site. So, uh, if you listen to the last episode, you'll remember that uh, we made this uh, entire month pretty much all Halloween themed, so that's going to be continuing tonight. But before we dive into those topics, we're going to start off the same way we start every show. So, my question for you guys tonight is this Would you rather live in a retirement home or in a mental institution? And tonight, I'm going to start off with Sean. Uh, well, let's preface this. If I'm in the retirement home, how many little blue pills can I get? As many as you want. Huh. <laughs> But if I live in a, in, a, in a mental institution, I can just make a hole in a wall. <laughs> That's a tough one. Um, it's it's one of those things you have to think about. Is like you get pills or shoelaces. <laughs> pills or shoelaces. Um, yeah, no Velcro for me. Uh, uh, probably the retirement home because at that point I've already kind of expanded what little life I have on this planet. Whereas in the mental institution, that's going to happen at a much shorter rate. Because I will eventually get shanked in the shower. And I realize it's not prison, but this still happens in mental institutions. And you gotta think, too, if you get shanked in a shower, it's probably with a really odd object that they made sharp. Oh, yeah, it'll be like a, it'll be like a stuffed bunny. I'm like, how are you even doing that? Uh, yeah, no, it's... Yeah, um, yeah, I probably... Just for the little blue pills and the random drugs that... Um, probably are anti-hallucinogens, but I'm so old that whatever, that they are hallucinogens. Um, I'd probably go with the uh, the old people home. Okay. Very I, I can just give up showering. I can I can wear one diaper. For the- <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to go. So, alright. Siobhan, you're up next. Oh, okay. Um, okay, if I had to choose from the two of them, I think I'd have more fun in a mentalist institution. A mentalist institution? Mental institution. <laughs> Sorry, I stutter. All the people went from the mentalist. Oh, ha- yeah, exactly. that'd be precious. You have not even heard me stutter. <laughs> okay, so don't make fun of me for that. But a mental institution is more fun. You're gonna have. You're gonna walk away with more stories, and if you keep a journal, you can probably publish it into a really wicked movie afterwards if you ever get out. Yeah, but a, in, in, a, in a in an old folks home, you will wheel away with whatever stories you can remember from that last fifteen minutes. <laughs> but wait, I'm, I'm assuming like you are we going in as the age we are currently? Oh yeah, that yeah, was the assumption definitely. I made. Okay. Well, yep. Well, then I you're did... you're gonna be stuck as old as you are in an old, folks which is home. pretty damn old. I mean, let's face it. I, I when I when I said I, I'd stop showering and just wear the same diaper for the rest of my life, we're talking about next week. <laughs> <laughs> Cat, <laughs> uh, what about you? Um, I'm picking the mental institution because yeah. I had a two-week stint of working in an undisclosed retirement home, and holy Christ, the wet band-aid smell is suffocating. I cannot handle that shit. I would rather smell shit than the wet band-aid smell. You, you, it's... you, you're, you're, you're much more used to it when that smell is coming off of you. You just don't notice. <laughs> i can't deal with that smell so i would definitely and the other thing too is like i mean you could have some fun in the retirement home because like with the alzheimer's patients you could like play awesome games my cousin used to and it was pretty hilarious but like (laughs) memory yeah pretty much she'd be like she would go in as different people and and so there was like the one girl was like you know, she'd be the one, the one old woman would be like, oh, the mean girl's back again, blah, blah, blah. And then she would go back out and go back in as another person. It was hilarious. 
Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's fun. a war crime, like a hate crime <laughs> or something. <laughs> but um, with the mental institution, it'd be interesting. You'd have to keep on your guard, but I'm already pretty paranoid, so I think I'd, I'd be okay there. <laughs> the reason you'd be in, in the mental the institution. Mental institution. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> you'd fit right Obama's in. Obama's coming no, after then. you with contrails. No! <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Tim? Um, I don't really... Uh, I Neither. I'd probably be sent to prison at some point for all the, the crimes that I've committed, but it's another thing entirely. But I could probably plead, um, plead for my, insanity. Plead for insanity. So I, I'd ra- <laughs> probably rather end up at the mental institution just because of how much I could fuck with people. Uh, you'd um, probably end up kind of like a Krieger from like Archer in oh the mental, mental institution. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking I'd be I'd be kind of like Krieger in the mental See, institution. That would fit. That would fit um, well. I, I'd probably try and salvage Lynch as many. John. Lynch John, <laughs> girl, <sometimes laughs> thing. I, I mean, like the amount of banging that goes on in retirement homes is appealing, but there's also a lot of STDs <laughs> that are. Uh... Well, the same amount of banging yeah. happens in prison. It's just that realistically, um, yeah, I, 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 <laughs> you get all the ass. And while I was yep. gonna say, if you grow your hair out, you're going to be a very hot commodity in prison. Oh so. my god, yeah. yes, you're like a carton. <laughs> <laughs> By the end, I might be able to fit a carton in. <laughs> well, I think personally, I think I'm gonna still go with uh, I'm gonna go with um, the mental mental institution as well. Um, I looked at both of them. Both of them. There's arts and craft time. You're gonna remember art and craft time though, probably at the mental institution until you take the drugs. I, I would. So that could be fun. See, I like puzzles. I do too. So I'll just put the same puzzle together over and over. <laughs> The biggest thing is that ultimately, though, there's one thing that's kind of like the retirement community could be fun, though, too, because like schizophrenic patients like screwing with them or like, you know, anybody that's got memory problems. I would say probably the, my favorite thing to do would be probably like write down little notes. It's like you are a retired superhero and see if they remember it and like weirdly like leave like odd puzzles for them to try oh, to like, attempt to like, solve. Like start placing things. Yeah. Like, like artificial memory. <laughs> <laughs> think, think about a fucked up version, more fucked up version of a memento that you're doing to like a 95 year old man. <laughs> remember, remember when, like tattoo them <laughs> while they're asleep. Remember when Cthulhu came out of the, the sea during D-Day and just crushed the Nazis? You were there, right? You're the one that told me that story. <laughs> but I still think mental institution would be fun too, just because uh, well, we just watched uh, Dream Warriors from uh, so oh, Nightmare God. Nightmare Three, oh, yeah. and I was like, yeah, that just sounds like is fun. that the one with Johnny Depp? Or was no, it, no was, uh, that was number that was the first one. That was, was, oh, that's right. That was I think one of his first real movies. Yeah, yeah, no, well, that was it his had first a whole eighties yeah. theme song. It though. did, yeah, because well, it, well, it happened in the eighties. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's the thing about that. Well, we tried to watch Dark Clouds from Outer Space last night, and I forgot that had its own theme song as well. I have yet to see that movie. I don't know if I want to. <laughs> I don't. Are you afraid of clowns? No, not particularly. It's just I weird. Just it's just might like be after. Oh God, <laughs> you might be, if only because of the production value. Yeah. <laughs> It was an odd one. Um, so kind of like going into the Halloween topics, though, uh, one of the things that I know, I think, was it Sean, I think you brought up, was the idea of the traditions that we used to partake in, especially around Halloween when we were kids, and oh, then yeah. maybe kind of like grown away from them, even maybe what culture has moved away from as a whole as well. Um, uh, like, yeah, where where was your thought process on that, like, right off the bat? Like, was know. there one I'm, that jumped out? I think some of it was, uh, like, I think some of it would have been stuff that you grew out of just because you ended up leaving, like, primary school. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you know, like, stuff gets less and less, 
I mean, like, cool as you get mm-hmm. older and stuff. And then, you know, like, you get into the middle school or high school and they're not doing, like, the Halloween parade. And, like, yeah. you, don't, you don't get, like, dressed up in your, in your like, you know, your plastic thing that cuts your tongue and the T-shirt with <laughs> your own face on it. Oh, uh, the plastic, then, like, apron costumes. Yeah. And then march through, like, the lunchroom and the, uh, and the, and the, and the, uh, the playground. Mm-hmm. Like, they, you just, you didn't, you didn't do that all of a sudden anymore. Yeah. See, I went to Catholic school and. So you already had think- a costume. See, we didn't wear costumes. We dressed up like saints. Oh, oh my god! All saints I remember day. that. Yeah, we did that the day after we Halloween. We had to dress up like saints. I remember taking. I just wore blankets that day. Oh, god. cat was a house elf. <laughs> they take away her shoes and socks, and here's your pillowcase. I your mother so, Teresa I was some today. Martyr that was. I don't know what it was. I can actually relate to that. I never went to Catholic school, but I was homeschooled until I was 16. So Halloween kind of didn't really exist in our household. That's terrible. It did secretly because some of us, like me, liked Halloween. Yeah. Secretly. What did you do instead? For Halloween? Yeah. Well, when we were growing up, when we were little kids, my mom used to like bolt the door, put out a sign that says no candy, turn off all the lights in the house and make us hide. Oh my God. Jesus. I'm not. I'm not kidding. That sounds kind of terrifying. I'm not gonna lie. No, here's terrifying. Shvan Sim- lived in the horror movie. We're just watching. <laughs> Similar to Cat's story for Halloween one year, I went as a Catholic schoolgirl. Oh, I can see really? that. And I was. I would assume that was probably in your late teens, early twenties. Uh, that was two years ago. Oh. Okay, yeah, that's thirties. <laughs> yeah, and let me tell you that when the cops came to escort me off the middle school. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have another person on the Megan's list. Uh, <laughs> it seems like it just keeps like check. Have you been on? Have you been on the podcast? Have you been on Megan's list? Well, you said yes to both. Um, I think that's I'm a prerequisite a now. <laughs> but um, actually, one of the ones that I kind of I think I think about as far as um, old traditions that kind of went away when you were a kid. Mischief night was a huge thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, like, me, oh yeah. I, I, and even if that. you were doing something really stupid, it's like you know, like we went trick or treating the day before trick or treating to piss off our neighbors, <laughs> or we went like Christmas caroling like the day before Halloween. That's you awesome. Know? But uh, like, I mildly remember when um, like they like a lot of areas started to really crack down on that. Like if you were if like the street lights were on, which is the universal mid to late nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like if the street lights were on, it's like. And you looked under a certain age, it's like, yeah, what, what, are, what are you doing out? Go home. Mm-hmm. Like the cops would just roll up on you with the, with the flashers. Yeah, um, I, my my uh, tradition during uh, mischief night was uh, home defense. <laughs> <laughs> so my buddies and I, like, we would sit outside on, on the roof with, like, a bucket of, like, uh, soda and um, air rifles. Oh, okay. And oh, my gosh. Defend houses. <laughs> We had we had people in our neighborhood that like some of the parents stayed out stayed up late with hoses at the ready like hiding behind their bushes waiting and they just sit there with like lawn chairs and beer and like just wait to see if kids gave them any crap because we had we had a rash of um people uh, the kids doing the mailbox the hidden the mailboxes oh, oh, yeah, and yeah. um yeah they they uh they would go through on mischief night and they'd pull like the whole post out of the ground sometimes so we'd sit out there with fucking guns you want to <laughs> fucking mess with the property we'll we'll fucking blast you yeah yeah that's awesome yeah when you said a bucket of soda were you was it like you guys in five straws Aww. or was that to dump was, like did you have it simmering to dump over someone like something like like the hot the, oil the kid version of tar and feathering it's <laughs> soda and like crushed cheese it's <laughs> pop rocks no it was <laughs> no it was it was a bucket of uh cold sodas to drink yeah 
And we just we played neighborhood defense. I thought you that's meant like awesome. a bucket. Or like a that's, yeah, that's what I was so imagining good. too. Why would we it's waste like, good come soda? Come to my door, motherfucker. Because <laughs> <laughs> they'd be so sticky. Uh huh. <laughs> no, because these like, these were kids with these sticky. like because we were def- This was back when we were like thirteen or fourteen. We were defending ourselves against our homes against kids with cars. Oh, so yeah, like yeah. they just get out of the car, pull the mailbox out, and then hop back in and drive away. Right. So yeah, we'd have the air rifles out, uh, loaded up with seventeen calibers. Yeah. Ooh, and to blow blow, blow tires out, blow out tires and windows. windows. So yeah. so like if you want to, you're gonna pay if you come back mm-hmm. by our house to cause shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I think like one of the other big traditions though too, and like we brought it up in the last podcast. It was weird. Like, did everybody here when, when they went trick or treating? You stayed out until like lights in the neighborhood were off. You didn't yeah. like eight o'clock. You didn't. Go back you in. You just kept going. Yeah. Yeah, it was like you went as long as they were handing out candy. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, so, yeah. I mean, that was a big one that definitely has gone away nowadays. Because a- a- afterwards, um, after like the 8 o'clock, once you got into like the 830 range, people were just like giving out the rest of the bucket of candy. Well, that was yeah. the best part. Oh, like, that's so true. It, like, you'd go to the near the ass end, they'd hold out like their giant like pail for you and like, take as many as you want. And I'm like, fuck yes. <laughs> Or you get the house, this stupid house. It was like this. They would just leave the bucket outside. <laughs> and it was the take one thing. We discussed this in the last episode. You only take one. <laughs> you take as many as you, you can put in your hands. One. They're lucky if you leave the bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you'd wear that as a helmet on the way back. It's the honesty rule. Yeah, I can't help take it. Take one on the sign. <laughs> I would have a guilt complex. I take the really sign. <laughs> but um. But seriously, like. Like, you guys are talking about, like, trick-or-treating and stuff like that. I wasn't allowed to go trick-or-treating. I was. My mom, when I was 11, said, okay, fine. You know what? You're old enough. You can go trick-or-treating. I'm like, okay, great. But we're going to go to the mall at, like, 630. And and then we got home before it was dark. It was so sad. Oh, you were a mall trick-or-treater. You trick-or-treated at the mall? That's a thing. Yeah. They still do it. There's a lot of shopping centers that'll do that, too. You get a lot of candy. Didn't know that. Yeah. um, I remember when I was working at Suncoast around um, Halloween, and we, when I had to work on Halloween night, we had a bucket ready because there'd be the kids that would come around. They usually didn't always do it on Halloween night. Sometimes they did it, like, a couple days before. Yeah, normally... It was like uh, it was like the usually like a Saturday or a Friday night right. before it'd the be, Halloween, be unless it was actually on Halloween night, and then they would do it. It would be a weekend, but all all of the kids that were there were always like five and younger. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was it was the real oh. kids, yeah. and I could see it for the Exton area because we don't have streetlights around here uh, in Exton. Yeah. You really don't. Yeah. You have like somebody's if if somebody decides to put like a streetlight out on like out by the street, that's what you get. Otherwise, <laughs> you're you're walking through the woods. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty fair, yeah. No, like, when you guys went trick-or-treating, I have a question. Did you guys stay in your local neighborhood, or did you have, like, a parent drive you to, like, the prime location? Like, we did that when I was growing up. Like, I lived in Victoria Crossing, which was, like, there was just houses upon houses yeah, upon houses, which really was a sweet, a sweet place, spot. When we though. moved, we went back there, because it was just, you got so much out of it. I, I think a lot of, now, we moved around a lot when yeah. I was a kid, and as I've mentioned before, I don't really have any memories before i was 14 so i but knowing my family and talking to my siblings and whatnot i'm pretty sure in a lot of cases we would just end up because we'd move like like variant locations i would half across country different you know different countries that sort of thing so it'd be it was always just we'd go wherever we're living yeah which was normally like you know like suburbia or an apartment complex or wherever we you know it was just kind of whatever um Mostly because there wasn't, like, we didn't know anyone around anyway, mm-hmm. so it's not like, oh, well, where are the really good spots? You're, at that point, you're picking blind anyway. Because at that point, it's like, it's a 50-50. Oh, the apartment comics down the street has a ton of people. Mm-hmm. More than likely, none of them are there because they took all their kids out to the suburban places 
because all those houses have all the money and they're going to be handing out like full-size candy bars. Yeah. Whereas at the, at the apartment complex down the street, you might get um, used needles and, um, and open <laughs> condom wrappers. Yeah. No one kind of surprised this never happened is the fact that like you know the events that we go to like the Jeff uh, Jeff Mack events mm-hmm. that nobody's ever started a trick or treating on the floors. That's I think brilliant. this needs to get started. I'll at talk some to Aaron. Point. I'm sure I'll talk to Aaron and Rob because I'm sure we can make that. Have happen. the people that if you that enter idea. the costume contest, you get trick or treating rights. Wicked, 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 the best place. wicked, wicked, or geeky kink because you can get candy. Or sex, like, say sex supplies. <laughs> you have this special floor. It's the trick or treating floor. And if you're Can staying you? there, you basically get like you check it with the hotel, and they said you're on this floor, which is mm-hmm. the party floor, which means you need to bring candy or other things to give away. That would be awesome. That would be amazing. Just put like a time cap, like three a.m. or something like that, or like put yeah. a sign on your door if you're not participating, so people don't like. Yeah, put like the do not disturb yeah. thing out, and just like, oh yeah, we'll just don't knock on the door. That would be amazing, yeah. though. I think awesome. that, that, that totally I, needs to happen. I, I'll, I'll talk to a couple of people because that is a really cool idea. <laughs> yeah, we definitely I need like the stupid it. plastic pails and just oh pillowcases. Oh Pillow, yeah, pillowcases. Pillowcases. Yeah. God, use the pillowcases from the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Chocolate from the pillows, the first candy in. <laughs> well, we got Christmas in July. Let's go ahead and make Halloween That's in February. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like Wicked Fair would be a perfect time. Oh, we should really totally would. do this. Totally bring this up. Yeah. Um, actually, there's another tradition, though. Um, Halloween movies uh, or like specials that you grew up with. Like, uh, I remember one of them, the big ones I always used to watch on repeat that we taped on VHS was the Jonathan Winters um, special from Disney. And it was all the Disney related Halloween cartoons. What was that one? Um, it was in the late that. 1970s. And Jonathan Winters was, uh, he was from, um, who was on Mork and Mindy at the time, uh, but an amazing um, improv comic who oh, was yeah. just in- genius. But that was the one we always watched. It was that and The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, the Disney animated oh, one. Oh, yeah. I didn't um, watch that either. Hocus Pocus was a big one, too. Hocus Pocus! And I think my last shit. big one, Quackbusters, Looney Tunes, oh, which was just fucking amazing, which is their Ghostbusters parody. How about you guys? Was there anyone that jumped out? Uh, there was a, there was an Ernest... Was it Ernest? Ernest Scared Stupid. Yeah, Ernest Scared Stupid. That that made the rounds for a long time. And then I actually... I, I, I thought about it a couple of years ago and had to go and find it and I couldn't remember what it was initially called, but you had brought it up in like a Facebook post recently. Yeah. Um, um, uh, Tim Curry, uh, the worst witch. Worst witch, yeah. Fruza Ball. Fruza Ball. Yeah, it's yeah. first movie. Yeah, it, no, it was. Yeah, and it's like one of the, it is the the production values are like 1982 low Yay. budget England. Oh I mean, God. like crazy hardcore. Like the green screen is probably it was probably like the chroma key was blue. And I will say more this, than likely as opposed to green. If you're oh, listening to bad. this, if you want a good. Check it out. Just jump on YouTube, search Tim Curry, anything can happen on Halloween, worst witch, and just watch the video. You will really see the worst, like, green screen, blue screen and, and, you will ever see in your life. And it's a, and it's a wonderful. Because <laughs> it really it's is. Tim it's, Curry. it's wonderful. Now, here's the thing. Because I, I found it and I, I, I got it. Um, but I'm only allowed to watch it once a year because my <laughs> wife is like, what the hell is this shit? <laughs> so, um, I think I blew that in like July. Oh no. So I might have to wait until she's like working one Saturday. I've never seen it. it. Let's watch it for the final horror movie. <laughs> I, I tried to do that last year with the final horror night was all the old specials from when we were growing up. I'll oh, do God. it. That'd be and amazing. And maybe because be really the last, awesome. the last weekend this year is kind of like, eh, I think I was like pulling like critters and something else. And I'm like, Maybe we should just do that. Just for it has Tim needles. Curry. That's I can, all I, I can bring my life. copy down. Car- carve pumpkins because Halloween party is the weekend after. That's, that's carve one of, pumpkins that, that's and do that. That's one of the things I was going to talk about with yeah. the, with the um, traditions. Like, we don't, like, we haven't done that. Like, the last pumpkin carving, I think, we had, like, the contest, it was a 
Fish and Jade is one of their parties. Yeah. And then we did the trebuchet the next day, which is a, which is a tradition awesome. that needs to continue. Yeah. Pumpkin chunking, man. Pumpkin well, chunking. Well, no, we, we um, <laughs> all cart uh, pumpkins at... Um, <clears throat> Last year? Old, no, no, two years ago. Two years. I think two or three years at um, the old place. At the old place. Uh, yeah. We did them here, here once. We did them here last year. Okay, yeah. then I, 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 missed, I, yeah. missed, I missed a couple. I know that. So. <laughs> I'm uh, obviously yeah. not aware of... <laughs> pumpkin, pumpkin chunking is, is getting overcrowded for its venue. It's, really? yeah. it's just... Um, imagine uh, a bunch of drunken idiots going down, standing in a field, and watching trebuchets fire. Um, and it's it's a lo- it's a lot of them. Basically, imagine Delaware with trebuchets. It's the really entirety the only of Delaware. No, really, it's just it's just adding trebuchets to Delaware. <laughs> and if you've never heard of the fascination that is pumpkin chunkin, if you actually jump on uh, Netflix, I believe they have uh, they did a little mini series. Uh, they did a few seasons where you can watch Pumpkin Chunkin that they did, we and can it do is do that next year because our yard's big enough to do like baby trebuchets. No. Baby no, trebuchets. Well, if we want to go no, after the not. if we want to go after the apartment complex, we could. Yeah. <laughs> we um, should because they're just, jerks. Yeah, go big or go fucking home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, when we yeah. mean this, like they launched, they had ones that launched like I've close to a mile. This. Really? Yeah. yeah. Holy like that, that's the that's the goal oh. every year is to get to that the mile break. Sp- I was mile thinking break. of like mini pumpkins and tiny trebuchets. No, even no, then, no, even no. then, because just the way that the the mechanics of a trebuchet it's designed yeah. to fire in an arc over a very long distance, and even if you miniaturize it down to like a little four foot rig, yeah. you're still going to be throwing it probably about a hundred feet. Yeah, well, I think the only rules for pumpkin chunking is you cannot use explosives, but you can do any form uh, of air compressors and trebuchets to oh, yeah, to, yeah, the, to, yeah, to, to launch awesome. catapults. Catapults. The, the yeah. air compre- the air guns that they come. They come down there are hundred foot rigs. They look like something out of Nazi Germany in World War Two. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. Oh, it, it, some of the stuff you see from them is fucking amazing. Though. Yeah, no, it's That's ridiculous, awesome. and it, it's all redneck engineering. <laughs> Every bit of it. Well, I instead of a trebuchet because I kind of like your idea. Yeah. It's just to make can we like make a massive slingshot that we can like stake into the ground and make like. We do like little targets, targets and, and, tar- we and like so scarecrows in the back. Yes, and can yeah. we shoot little pumpkins at scarecrows? Yes, we we'll have to totally make a wall of fencing. That. Well, yeah, we would have to make a barrier. <laughs> no, we don't. If we, we if we shoot it. against our garage, our garage could potentially no, not fall our garage. Down. I'm I'm talking <laughs> the apartment complex. Oh, it's right into this tennis floor. <laughs> Didn't we put a potato through uh, Fish and Jada's shed? Yes. The, oh God, I believe with a potato gun. Yes, we went through the wood. Uh huh. Wow. Hey. Uh, potato guns are no joke. No, no, not at all. How about you, Tim? Do you have any like? Was there like any movies that like you were like had was a go to for you that you had to watch around? I mean, Halloween? there was there was uh, Hocus Pocus for a while. Yeah. That, that was like well, yeah. because it was on all the time. It was. The best. Um, there was the uh, Peanuts. Uh, uh, uh the Great, great pumpkin. pumpkin. The Great Pumpkin. Yep. Um, and I didn't like Halloween. Wasn't like a big time for me. It was like. Hey, let's go dress up funny and go get candy from people and then binge on candy for two days and then get sick for three days. Oh, God. <laughs> but it annoying. wasn't really like a huge thing for me. Yeah. I like, think it's super big. Like, oh, it's my just God. this time of year from like October to January, I just, it's never been a huge like thing for all me. All the holidays. Yeah. Like Halloween, like Halloween was always my favorite, but like after that, it was like all just downhill for the rest of the year. It's just kind of like you hit that point, but like the moment like Halloween hits though, it's the same time you're already for three weeks, you've already seen Christmas decorations everywhere. It kind of like yeah, ruined Halloween true. a little bit. Like the holidays have just advanced upon us so much that it's just kind of like, eh. I love the holidays. I think they're awesome. I, 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 I mean, get I, really big I into I do enjoy them nowadays a lot Halloween more than I used to. Halloween and Thanksgiving. Mm. 
and Christmas. Thanksgiving is fun. Awesome food. We turned Thanksgiving into something a lot more fun now. Like we decided to screw it as far as family is concerned. Like we're throwing Thanksgiving. So it's like you find out your friends that don't have anywhere to go for Thanksgiving. Like come on over. Our families are coming over, and it's just go at it. I mean, it's just uh, that's the best way to do. It. Oh, that that is one tradition that I had for a while. Um, yeah. Yeah, but um, a tradition that I, I had for a while leading up to uh, Black Friday actually was farming in WoW for a, for a very <laughs> for a long time because it usually was uh, towards the tail of uh, right around Halloween up to Black Friday. I would I would just farm because I would have Black Friday sales in WoW. I'd like sit in Orgrimmar and just start <laughs> spamming trade chat chat with a. Uh, uh, special deals because I'd start oh my I'd start my sales at like three a.m. Yeah. when there's like nobody but like the really hardcore people on and yeah. I mean, it was weeding all the people who were going out on Black Friday to get the the real world sales and I'd like go into the <laughs> auction house at like two and then get like a list of the prices for everything that they had and then take uh take uh, half price and just like yeah. s- sell my entire stock and I made so, so much oh gold. Gosh. I remember doing that a couple of times in uh, Guild Wars, like during like because they like in Guild Wars the, the 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 they in this like the hub towns they do like all the Christmas decorations and like like this is this is how long ago this was some of the inks were still hard to find mm-hmm. and I'd like just get lucky and get a whole bunch of them so I'd sell them for because yeah. <laughs> uh, I had I'd inflate the price though yeah. they wouldn't be cheap yeah. <laughs> I, I had really good um, farming spots and I, I had a really nasty uh farming character where i just didn't have to stop so i could just find find that perfect area to farm and just farm it for three hours and come out with a couple thousand gold worth of of like the the gold to time spent ratio was astronomical just because of like the, how i could how i could do it so i could like i could do those friday morning sales where mm-hmm. you could just undercut the auction house by a ridiculous amount and then just start raking in the cash it'd be really funny <laughs> if people started doing that in real life just stood on like the side of the street with like a bag of potatoes like buy my black friday potatoes be adorable that would be oh. fun just empty right? out all your junk and just yard sales on black <gasps> friday everywhere. oh my god that's a great idea <laughs> i want to do that and get rid so of my halloween shit. february black friday yard sales <laughs> worldwide <laughs> it's gonna be amazing a lot so, of shit to get rid of. So, what are the next books? Yeah. <laughs> kind of curious though, too, because um, we did talk a little bit about like in the last episode our uh, our thoughts of some of our favorite genres of horror movies. But the one thing we didn't touch upon was our favorite monsters in horror. Like whether that's like even the classic ones, like the old Universal monsters, like the Mummy or like the Creature from the Black Lagoon, Frankens- uh, Frankenstein's monster, Dracula. I mean, even like more current stuff like mm-hmm. Freddy Krueger and Michael Myers, Pinhead. What, is there anyone that sticks out very specifically for people as far as the one that's like, that was the one they loved seeing anything about? Do aliens count? Oh, totally. Sure. Xenomorphs. Yeah, yeah. most definitely. <laughs> what Frank one are you Barry. thinking? Frank and Barry. What is Xenomorph? Frank and Barry is a year-long thing. <laughs> Not anymore. Like, what is they Xenomorph? Stopped. From the movie Aliens. Aliens. The that's alien the traditional alien from Aliens. That, oh, they're referred to that's what Xenomorphs. it's called. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, Frankenberry, actually a couple years ago, they completely stopped that. Bl- uh, Booberry and that, gone. The only time you can buy Aww, it is October now. God yep. damn it. Mm-hmm. It's so so if you want it, stock up now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have giant end caps so everywhere. So it can go stale the next week. Most definitely. It's true. Uh, I'd only have to go, like, personally with the, um, the only ones that are jumping out at me, other than, like, the classics, 
Um, if I think about it, was the uh, the monsters from was it a uh, Monster Squad? Yeah, because it, it was just that was one of those like comedy, but horror, surprisingly but it dark for a kid. It movie. was. It was really. It was gory too. It, yeah, it kind of was. But the Wolfman like ate people. Yeah, and there was a lot of blood. But yeah, for a kids um, movie. Yeah, and then there was. Uh, <laughs> I, I know we were talking about this earlier too. I might have to go with like, and they're all—it's all this, all this stuff's like weird for me. It's like uh, the killer clowns from Killer Clowns from Outer Space. They, they just—they were super they, they, weird. They're, looking. Yeah, there's a. Is that movie really gory, violent, bloody? I. It's goofy, but I remember okay. being kind of gory for its time. Not really. The worst that it got was like, I think like the police officer gets turned into a marionette. But like badly, like he's got like little painted lines down his face. And oh, that's wow. really are bad. Clown aliens. Yeah, they're, they're not like not real clowns. clowns. No, because that's I thought it was going to be real clowns. So then when we oh, saw yeah, them, no, they're, they're monsters that have clown paint on. That's yeah. weird. Yeah, well, they look really no, good. They, they, no, they, they, they look. They're, 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 they're alien. They don't look like clowns. They're alien clowns. They are alien clowns. They turn people into cotton candy, and they drink their blood out of straws inside the cotton candy. Then they have straws, huh? Silly straws. Silly straws. And then they have um. The popcorn monsters. They yeah. have popcorn kernels that turn into like weird like clown snake things. And didn't oh didn't the ships look like uh, big tops? Yeah, the, yeah. their, their yeah. ships were yeah. big yeah. tops. Yeah. And then the big uber clown at the end of the movie was a giant marionette and clown. And the puppy died. And and no no wonder you you would figure how bad a society on a planet must be that your entire society is just all clown based. Of course, you'd go to another <laughs> world and screw it up just because you could. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Go figure. How about you guys? Where do you one that jumps out really hardcore? I always liked werewolf stuff, but I'm like drawing a blank with good werewolf movies. Um, man, no, okay, because I hard. didn't like the Howling. I thought that the was kind of oh, that would be the first thing I'd go for, for with a with a werewolf movie because it's like classic eighties. Like it was, but it was Wait, weird. Did like, you didn't like it though? Did you see Dog Soldiers? We did. We did watch that. I think I fell okay. asleep. American Werewolf in Liked London. Liked that a lot. That is that awesome. was and really fun. And the follow-up in Paris wasn't as good. It was still amusing. It was that. Gene it was Wolf? that '90s like. Yeah. Meh. There's. I mean, because there's a fair amount. I'm just like blanking on the. We'll Ginger see. Snaps is a good classic too. I never saw that. Ginger in Snaps my opinion, is a lot of I I love werewolves, but I get really picky about that's fair the their interpretation in the of werewolves because oh, God, i have yeah. an idea in my head and i watch a movie about werewolves i'm like that's not a werewolf uh-huh. that's you're, you're wrong crap. you're well, doing it bad and you should feel bad <laughs> well, that's like okay like with the vel and van helsing movie that came out many many years ago i thought the werewolves looked too much like bears and i'm like that's that i love like no. the werewolves that i totally love, love are the ones like dog soldiers where like they're bipedal they're like gigantic and huge they have like the giant like Snouts on their faces, more yes. than more wolf face. They look like yeah. a wolf on hind legs. Yeah, and that's they just they look, they're just fun looking. I think that's yeah. the style that's always been really cool. Like when it's like the Wolfman look. Like I know it's such a classic monster, like the Lon Chaney one and all, but like I always thought it just looked like you know, he didn't shave and he got a tan. Yeah, it really does look <laughs> yeah. a little like he just. I've always been partial to the World of Darkness werewolves. Yeah, yeah. me too. I think that's kind of why I have that. There's just so much Brought lore on. behind behind all of the the monsters in, in World of Darkness. It's mm-hmm. really intriguing. If you haven't, if you don't know what that is, it's a um, a role playing system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, White Wolf. White mm-hmm. Wolf. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, vampire Masquerade. Yeah, vamp- they do vampire, uh, werewolf, 
uh, mage, changeling, changeling. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's oh, is it Proteus or Prometheus? Pro- or is the the va- the the Frankenstein one? I oh my god, this was really? oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. It was it was, it was uh, that was one of the ones when they announced it. I was really looking forward to, and apparently yeah. they just it wasn't popular. It just fumbled because I'm like, because oh. that, that coming thinking back, that's probably one of the other ones. Just like Frankenstein's monster is one of those like iconic, it, yeah, because you know, characters. I think it died because they couldn't ever really like balance it well uh, enough. Yeah, because Fair. it like. When you give everyone, because like when you're doing like the whole Frankenstein thing, they could you could give you could give your players everything, and it just it was there really wasn't any way to balance it. So the drawback would be tough. Not even that. Not even that. It was it was just that the the um, the uh, the GMs would have to implement some sort of of limit to what you could could do, and I guess play, players just don't like that. That makes sense. But yes, you had the same problem in Changeling because yeah. Changeling's got ridiculously OP. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you were if you were playing them right, ridiculously OP. Oh yeah, Changeling, they're so it's broad. I, I have a feeling really with broad. like I like I'm always with stuff like like I think it was Prometheus. I think that's what it was called. Um, it was Prometheus or Proteus, and I can't remember. Pr- I think it was Prometheus. I think it was Prometheus. That makes sense. Uh, or Promethean. It was Promethean. Promethean, yeah. Okay. Um. I was really, I was really looking forward to it, but I have a tendency. It seems like anything I like is like this niche little thing, and everyone's like, "Oh, that's weird," and I'm like, "Dude, <laughs> ah, this, this is awesome!" Like, um, the, the Monsters reboot they tried to do. A oh my god, that was, was so really good. Yeah, with, yeah thirteen, Eddie, thirteen, Mockingbird Lane. I was really like, good. That's, "That's Eddie Izzard as Dracula." How I can know. you not like this? And he was, was so great because he was such an angry old man. And oh my everyone god. was bashing Jer- And Jerry like, O'Connell was great as Herman. I liked he was, him. Yeah. He was hilarious, and everyone was bashing it. It was like it was one episode. episode. Oh, yeah. But the episode was amazing, the pilot. and they it, stopped. Yeah, they had Portia, Portia de Rossi played um uh, Lily Mon- uh, Monster, uh-huh. so she was uh-huh. the mom. Uh, I she forget who they had amazing. playing um the, the, kid, the, the kid. kid. He was good. The yeah, kid was good too. Um, um but it was great that like Herman, great. he looked like a normal guy, but like his like he like collapsed in the street because like his lung gave out, and they'd have to like give him a new lung or like replace his heart. Yeah, he he had. I mean, he had like the like, marks. zippers, zipper sews all over, but he didn't okay. have like neck marks. Actually, there was a cool little like. Um, silhouette scene in the beginning that kind of alluded to that, but like it, there are scenes with his shirt off and he's got like all these like scars and like bits and stuff and like yeah. grandpa's in there tinkering and like on his like on his organs. But the thing is, they were like everyone was bashing it because it's like oh that got dark. Like grandpa yeah. killed a guy, and I'm like well, yeah, but you're funny. yeah, like, he was funny about they it. They alluded yeah. to that stuff in the old hilarious. series like crazy. I think that was one of those things where like the nostalgia glasses went on hard mm. and everyone went. But but the old one was but, such a family comedy. Yeah. It was a about a, a bunch of mon- uh, monsters that were more human than most humans. Yeah. yeah, it's it's just like the whole nostalgia thing is like it's it it's not the same as the old one. Yeah. But no, they're they're trying to do something new. It's like it's like Porsche fans. They're yeah. they're idiots like Porsche fans. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean we like, want something new, but not 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 really new. We want the same thing, but labeled as new. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, it can't be too different, or else it's not the same. <laughs> yeah, but no, like well, um, thirteen thirteen Mockingbird Lane. Though that was like was me, so me and Cat watching. We were like, oh my god, I, we watched it like three times, oh. and I'm like, I want this to get picked up the season. 
And I, I bought that on iTunes because I was like hoping so that good. other people would do yeah. that. It's still so, on Hulu, boost. I think. Yeah, so you can yeah. still watch it on there, the one like hour and a half long I need to episode. get on this and watch that episode. We should, oh, we should, so we should contact Jerry O'Connell and get a Kickstarter. Yeah. You know, he'd do it too. He would. He, oh, he would pimp that so he hard. He totally would. But like, no, like Eddie Izzard just made that. It was so much Oh fun. my God, he was awesome. Yeah. Uh, anybody else as far as monsters that jump out at them hardcore too? Xenomorphs. To, xenomorphs for you, definitely. Yes. Well, um... When we were little kids, like one of our favorite movies to watch was actually Aliens. It's, oddly enough, my mom let us watch that movie, even though she was really <laughs> super strict about most other things. But we were allowed to watch Aliens. Oddly enough, anyway, our favorite scene was when the the Queen came out of the airship when they finally got away from the planet after it exploded. Yeah. And um, remember when she picked Bishop up and she tore him in half? Oh yeah. 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 Um, we pause it and. Frame by frame <laughs> went through that scene because we wanted to see how they did it. They're like, oh, it's so gross. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing? I like, I studying. I still remember being. Android guts. Adorable. When I was a kid uh, in Philadelphia, they have the Franklin Institute, which is like the big museum of science. Um, and um, when I was like maybe about nine or ten years old, they had an exhibit that was traveling across the country called Movie Magic. And... Um, so we went in there and it was like they had one of the main rooms that was all filled with props and they had like um, Spaceball One, the full size model of Spaceball One, which is like maybe about the size of like three of these tables yeah. made out of like just like old like battleship pieces and stuff like that. They just glued together. Then they had um, like the shark from Jaws 3. Uh, okay. like, so not exactly great, but <laughs> still it's one of the sharks from Jaws. So they had a computer. No, no. They, oh, they, they were still computer. animatronic. All the Jaws films were always animatronic. Um, they w- looked shittier and shittier as the movies went on, but oh. especially if you look at a couple of the good stills from Jaws 3, where it's just, it's honestly the thing, the shark is not moving, and they're just moving it frame by frame closer <laughs> to a screen that's about to break. Because oh, it was that bad 3D. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah I know, yeah. It's just, that, it's just this, oh, they just, they just blow up the resolution on yeah. the overlay <laughs> it's to terrible. give you the illusion of it's coming towards you. They don't oh, God, it was terrible. That, that was a monster that, it, it's not a Halloween monster, but Jaws was always the monster. was the, one of the best. It's the monster, it's the movie you'll watch right before you head down the shore. It is. Dude, uh, that actually happened. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, okay, yeah. so that actually, that actually happened. Um, when me and my family went to North Carolina for vacation and yeah, my parents North decided Carolina. to turn in early and we we're like, oh my God, they're asleep. We can do whatever we want. So we decided to watch TV and Jaws happened to be on TV. I watched so. that too in North Carolina <laughs> and there are a ton of shark attacks. Yeah. <laughs> the next day we stayed on the shore. My dad's like, aren't you guys going to go in the water? And we're like, no, we're good. We're just going to sit here. The, re- the reason I actually really brought up though, um, the museum is they had a, the full sized queen animatronic from Aliens to... <gasps> And they brought Aww. from Aliens 1, well, they were, no, Aliens 2, the loader, the power loader. Aww. And they had them rigged up, so they are actually moving. But I got to see the full-size thing, and they had it propped up. Like, the loader was, like, when you walked into the room, it was right on your, like, right-hand side. And you saw it, and you're like, okay, that's pretty cool. It's the loader from Aliens. And you looked up, and the queen is dangling from the ceiling, and the arms are clawing and moving. Dude, it was crazy, though. That's amazing. It was, it was terrifying to, like, a nine-year-old kid. I'm like, that's so badass. I don't want to be in this room anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's really cool. Bye. <laughs> I, I thought of another another uh, monster. Um, not so much for my childhood. Rosie O'Donnell. Oh. <laughs> I'll give you that. <laughs> uh, that's totally Scary. fair. But no, She's the Jaws, scary. the Jaws shark though. That's mm-hmm. Bruce's like the original one. That's that's my number one too, hands down. Um, it really makes me sad to this day. There's a place called Joe's Pick Pick Your Parts, um, little uh, 
salvage yard out in California, and the last remaining model of that original shark right. is hoisted up against one two giant pillars in the middle of the junkyard, and that is the only remaining one. And like it's one of the biggest special effects gurus in the world is uh, Greg Nicotero from Canby Studios, the guy that does the makeup for Walking Dead, mm. massive Jaws fan. He's gone there and shell like offered the owner of this place millions of dollars to take this thing back and to return it to him just so he can make a mold of it. But uh, the people keep refusing, so it's like this classic piece of movie memorabilia that's just going to waste. It's very, oh, very sad. That's super sad. Yeah, the shark attack thing, and you mentioned North Carolina. Did you see the video of the sharks by the shore recently? No, I, that was fucking crazy. I saw that, but I didn't click on it because uh, I was. You a- should. It's okay. ridiculous. There's there's a feeding frenzy about ten feet offshore. It's ridiculous. Okay, I mean, imagine like, if you're in the water. Just I grew up every year. We went to North Carolina. Yeah, imagine was, if you're just swimming there at the time of the frenzy. I'd, oh my! That God. was like what right around Ocracoke, right? No, it was um. Egg, no, maybe Egg Harbor. I don't know what it was. Egg Harbor, it was, Jersey? No. Um, it oh. was uh, Outer Banks, North Hatteras. Carolina. Yeah. Uh, no, that's where we always went, though. Okay. We always went to Hatteras. Yeah. But Ocracoke was pretty notorious. Like, the ferry um, over to Ocracoke, you could always spot, like, shark fins in the water and shit like that. <laughs> Did they mention what kind of sharks they were? I didn't, didn't I see. I would guess it, bull, but... It I, didn't... I don't know. I didn't, they looked like bull sharks, they did look um, like bull sharks. Yeah, they, they, it's very, very hard to mistake a bull shark for what it is because it's it's very they, yeah. It's you know it's exactly fat and squat and, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just yeah. super aggressive. But there were so fucking many okay. of them that it's and like, the fact that it's a, if it was a bull shark or they were bull sharks that makes a feeding frenzy ten times scarier. Oh, it was like yeah, what, like ten feet true. off, fifteen feet offshore, maybe. Max. Like some of them were getting washed up onto shore. Yeah, oh, these God. guys that took the video were just fishing. <gasps> <laughs> See, that's terrifying. And well, it's kind of funny, too, because in our lifetimes, like, we went from, like, it's pretty much, like, you know, South Carolina below, and then a little bit of stuff up in, like, by, like, New England, where you'd see some. Now, like, the Great Whites are coming back in force across, across our, our um, shores. It's crazy. <laughs> but, uh, I got, I got bumped by a shark once uh, when I was uh, ocean kayaking. Did you uh, really? Really? Yeah. I was, I was just, like, out, out in, like, deep waters, just ocean kayaking. I still see the shore, but I was just doing my, my thing, cause yeah. you rent kayaks for a couple hours and go out and just, just paddle around. It was, it was, like, 95 degrees out and out in the open water. I'm like, I'm getting a little hot. So I put the, I stash the oar, or dive overboard and start swimming around for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh Get up God. back into the kayak, seat myself, and go to dip my oar. And this this fin just comes up, bumps my boat, and heads back down. I would oh, piss oh, myself. God. Where was this? It was a, this was Jersey. Jersey. Yeah. That's terrifying. It was. Oh I don't know. God. It was like it was pretty cool. I was like, ah, hey, look, a was shark. It a, was it a sizable <laughs> shark? Um, it was probably it's probably like an eight footer. Okay. okay. Just okay, just from nice. just just that's estimating nice. like from so what about I could the size see. Of your ca- uh, kayak, give or take. Yeah. But because yeah. because I couldn't really tell because it's Jersey, so the water's really dirty. Yeah. <laughs> if it's below three inches, th- uh, three inches below the surface, yeah. you ain't seeing it. Yeah, three it was. It was, you're it was being a- really, really generous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talking Southern Jersey. I mean, the further north you get, oh yeah, like Cape May, you can better. see a little bit. Yeah. Three inches is about right there. Three inches. Yeah. Well, yeah, then you like just got that nice film of trash on top if you go ahead North Jersey. Well, that's your fear right there. You hate water that you can't see the bottom. I know. Oh God, it's terrible. If you want to talk about shark encounters, my my father had one. My father was a marine. He was in. He was deployed in Korea, which tells you how old he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and after he came back from Korea, he was in Hawaii training. What he found out was he, they were eventually going to send him to Vietnam. That didn't happen. Yeah. Luckily. 
But while he was in Hawaii training, he's uh, he, there was a, I don't know if it was like an archipelago or a, a, I think it was a bay of some one of the one of the islands they had a bay and he was swimming across it. Yeah. And he goes and he brings his arm over, and comes down and all of a sudden has a hammerhead. In, in, a, in like a, a headlock. Oh kind of like God. just giving it a nice big hug. And the way he tells it, and my father as a Marine was not apt to um, exaggerate yeah. um, a 15 foot uh, hammer hammerhead. So he, what apparently happens, and it sounds like he scared the shark as bad as he did, because apparently he ran, didn't swim, run, ran <laughs> all the way back to shore, and the hammerhead went the other way. <laughs> they don't like Marines. <laughs> no. You know, they, don't, they don't like Marines. <laughs> As far as as far as sharks go, hammerheads are some of the more I guess you call docile. Ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, they're, they're not, they're not as about yeah, a fifteen yeah. footer too. That's probably a great hammerhead too, yeah, and that's yeah. about right for Hawaii. It still yeah. freaked me yeah. out though. Like, oh, well, yeah, just just based on the oh crap, you know, I mean, yeah. the, oh, yeah. the split set. I mean, you know, you can tell me they're docile all day, but the it's still shark. Is, the still shark. Still the thing the is twice apart. my size, and I am not a small person. Mm-hmm. No, I think I'm going to leave that alone. Yeah. If you can get to a tiger shark when it's not hungry, you can just swim with it and you'll be fine. But I'm not going to take that risk. <laughs> it's really, uh, uh, there's a couple of videos out there of divers going and, and like they'll tag a tiger shark and then they'll, they'll track it and then let's just go and swim with it. Like just free, or just free dive with it. Well, there's like the zombie sharks too where like it's like that, like the catatonic state where you can flip them on their back and like rub their stomach. And this year for, um, Shark Week, they actually did that with Great Whites for the first time. What the uh, shit? And this one dude, they're nice. like, I don't understand why we're doing this. This I, is the dumbest thing we've I ever done. I don't think I've ever it, heard of this. It's yeah. actually pretty. It's actually you can roll, if you can roll them when they're upside down and their bellies going up to where the surface would be, uh, you can just stroke their stomach and they just go catatonic. Like if you mm-hmm. grab the scruff of a cat's uh, back of a cat's neck or a ferret and they just go like it, completely like mentally retarded for a second. No, that's <laughs> it's 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 terrible for a sh- for a shark because you're yeah. you are really? literally putting them into a state of shock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. Jesus. Well, yeah, because I mean a lot of uh, and, and I don't remember if this is uh, urban legend or not, but a lot of sharks don't they need to continue moving because the only way they, they need can get filtration it, it, yeah filtration through. Their, their, their gills to get air oxygen mm. is if they're moving. So if they stop, they can't yeah. breathe. They can't breathe. Yeah. So yeah. that's like there's like some that, that can like settle, but it's a very few species that can settle in the bottom. Yeah, but they're still, they're still, they're still, they're still moving. Though. Yeah. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like stagnant right. water would be like, uh, like just not breathing. Like nurse yeah. sharks, nurse sharks are one, one of the, the species that can, I, I believe they can actually filter. Um, they can filter. They can filter. Now they're the ones that wear the moving. little white hats with the red cross, right? Aww. Yeah. And sometimes they have red lipstick and blow up hospitals. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, it's kind of funny though. Like Jaws is that, like that monster movie that that sticks with so many people though. Like you got to think about like how, how I can't, I can't stand those movies. Like I, I, well, I yeah. cinematically, that's not, I think they're bad movies. I cinematically, they were interesting. It was a cool concept. I don't know if maybe I just got burned out on them on them as a kid. Well, there's only like, one good one. Oh yeah, well, that's it's kind of like Saw. Does, there is only one good one. Yeah, and even at the end, again, personal opinion, Saw or Jaws. And the verdict's out as to whether the first two or the first ones were good either, personal opinion. But like, again, being as old as I am, when that hit for the fr- I mean, all through the 80s, Jaws was like the iconic movie. Oh, it was. So mm-hmm. like, you know, it'd be on like every Saturday and, oh, you know, gosh, it's just, yeah. and having siblings, I never had control over the TV. Yeah. <laughs> so we would always watch what the younger ones want because they'll throw the bigger tantrum or start throwing stuff at you like the remote. Or scissors. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so it's just one of those things where I got burned out on a lot of stuff because of yeah. oversaturation. Makes sense. Well, 
with uh with Jaws, which is what's interesting and I like is watching or um on the DVD you can watch like the special features about the making of Jaws. It's really cool, but I never knew this until well, a couple years ago was that the jaws kept breaking down all the oh, time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they always have to retrieve it from the bottom of the ocean. I would not want to oh be that scuba God. diver. Yeah, God, Imagine no. you have to go down and like, oh, jaws is down, the shark's down, we gotta go get it. And you yeah, go right? down to the bottom of the ocean. There was a big effing shark. Yeah. No. Yeah, well, Even sucks. though it's fake. No. Oh God, no. Well that's like one of like it's Hell a great no. documentary if you ever are curious about it. If you um happen to see the Blu-ray of Jaws, um, there's a, a documentary that's about three and a half hours long called The Shark is Still Working. And it is just fantastic. Because, <laughs> wow. like, they go into, like, the creation of the monster. The guy that built the original shark was the man that created the original giant squid for 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Wow. Like, this oh, is, like, cool. one of the icons back then it's of, like, a horror-making. It's, it's like a Harryhausen level. Yeah. We yeah. talk about another iconic sea monster. Uh, sea monster from the, from the movies. The 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea was... I loved those. Movies. Oh my god! It was like, what was it? My, oh, was it uh, Kirk Douglas? Yeah, it I've was, never uh, seen. Oh, it, it, it's, it's so we're good. talking like it's what nineteen sixty? Oh, yeah, yeah. it's like a sixties Disney movie. Oh my god, it was fantastic. Well, I remember sure. like um when like it's not around anymore. Disney World, like that was my favorite ride to go on when I was a kid because they had the Nautilus, like, and they had that giant bay. You could get into the ship and like you had the giant squid attack, and it looked like it was exactly like that nineteen sixties movie. It was so awesome, so cool. But yeah, it was a great fucking like. Like, sea creatures are just badass. I mm-hmm. love them. Mm-hmm. But as far as, like, monster movies go, I never really could get into them as a kid. I just didn't... There there wasn't any appeal for me there. Yeah. It wasn't until, like, later where I got in... Where I started, like, watching more of them. Like, I started watching The, the Host was really good. It's the the Korean... Not, not the shitty American thing. <laughs> yeah, no. But it, it's the Korean monster movie. It's, yeah. That one's really good. Um, I was hoping you'd have it on for the, the monster monster movies. We haven't set a lineup really yeah. for anything, but I'm if, like maybe we'll, yeah, we'll no, throw something, like one thing in there serious, and then just do yeah. some fun. Uh, if you can get the host, it's it's actually it really good. I've seen it out movie. there. Yeah. I want to see you run The Shining. I really want to see it there in Rift Tracks. The Shining. I right. still have never seen it. I still have it downloaded. Oh, that's right. Actually, I have never seen that. The Shining. Yeah. Sir, I know yes. the mo- I know everything about it. I've just never sat down for the two and a half hours and watched The Shining. It's it's a it's a lot to watch. Wait, you've oh yeah, never seen The Shining no. in its entirety. I've never, never. Really? Wow. I've I told got, you that. Oh, I've got an assignment for that. you though. Watch The Shining. Give it about an hour after that, and then there's this awesome documentary called Room Two Thirty Seven. I've heard about that. It is. It's really. It goes into all these. Like theories about how Kubrick directed it, and just a lot of really like it. It, it documents uh, a lot of inaccuracies in the movie and why they think those inaccuracies are there. Because it wasn't like Kubrick being lazy, because he was a damn yeah. genius. You know, everything he did, he, he did for meticulous. a reason. Yeah. So there's there's that, and then there's just it's just uh, all these cool little facts, and um, it's just it's just a really it's just a really interesting movie. Not even documenting the making of it's really just a lot of I guess independent um, critics or or uh, uh, movie enthusiasts um, talking to the the direct the the, the director of the um, uh, the documentary like about for instance uh, there's a lot of stuff that there's a lot of stuff in the movie that hypothetically um, is Kubrick pointing out that he helped fake the moon landing. <laughs> What? Yeah, no, yeah, no it's, I, it's, I, it's, you'll I, have to I've watch it to get it. Long, long yeah, time. it's just one of those things where, like, you're like, but, eh? but it's just, it's just, it's a really, it's a really interesting, really fun documentary, hmm. and I definitely highly recommend it. 
Now, as far as monster flicks, would you you guys would consider like kaiju and stuff like that? Yeah. Those are oh, monsters. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Definitely flicks. monsters. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. More yeah. current day kind of like monsters ones. Like, what sticks out? I was like, is it like the stuff from like Pacific Rim or like Godzilla no. or? Oh no. no. Um, it's all about like the the like Jap the, the Japanese uh, the Japanese trauma style. Films like the Frankenstein Girl yeah, versus oh, Machine oh, versus oh. Uh, yeah Frankenstein versus, Girl versus, versus Vampire Girl Vampire Girl right and then there was a uh, what was there's Tokyo um, Gore Police Tokyo Gore Police, Police. So there was a uh, uh, Machine Gun Girl Machine Gun Girl right um, mm -hmm. versus like Chainsaw Girl or something like oh, that it was God. oh that that must have been a sequel because they really just they made oh there was a uh, there was one I think there was like a Gun Girl where they literally the guy literally assembled a gun in a woman to assassinate this guy so she had to like eviscerate herself to get this guy and like mentally like messed with her and so she would eviscerate herself to get the gun and then shoot this guy I haven't, I, I, this was just the synopsis I haven't even watched it yet but oh god vampire girl uh, zombie girl versus vampire girl which was one of the old horror movie nights we did years yeah, ago yeah, and yeah, that was it was, was amazingly funny it's so they're they're so good. I started getting back into them. They started coming out what like early two thousands. Yeah, yeah. The, those films kind of made it big. But if you ever see them, they're definitely all in. Um, I know they're still on Hulu. I haven't seen them as much on Netflix. I but Hulu still has all like those three iconic ones like oh, yeah. Machine Gun Girl, yeah. um, you know Frankenstein Girl versus Vampire Girl, and then uh, to Tokyo Horror Police. But oh my oh, god, they're just they're so good. They uh, yeah, and they have some of the craziest racism I have ever oh, seen. It's, really? Oh, oh yeah, my it's god! Ridiculous. Well, it's, it's all tongue in cheek. It, it really well, is. When you see when you see an Asian girl in blackface, blackface with afro wigs, and yeah, it's uh -huh. a school club. Are yeah, you serious? Uh -huh. No lie. Oh yeah, because there was like five of them. That was a club. That's it right. It was a school club. Yeah, it was totally a school club. Yeah. And you look at it, and you're like, and we all saw it because like we just. It was like culture shock. No, you, was like, you what could, the fuck you is could going hear, on? You could hear the room full of Jaws hit <laughs> the ground. Oh, my God. And then the one person, ha! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. But, like, even, like, I mean, because, like, they're, like, um, you know, obviously everybody here has pretty much seen Kill Bill. Like, oh, yeah. you know, like, the bucket sprays of blood. That's those yeah. type of yeah, movies. Yeah, the over-the-top dismemberment That blood. reminds me. I saw a movie years ago, and I forget if it was, like, Japanese, Korean, or Chinese or something, but it was called Suicide Club. That was Japanese, I believe. Was it Japanese? There's a bunch of like kids who had this club and they'd just be inspired that's to like commit suicide that's in horrible on Hulu ways. That's too. Because yeah. uh, I was flipping through looking so for movies. That's so weird. Uh, yeah, that's in there in their horror section right I, now too. I think I've, I saw it. I just couldn't, I can't remember because I it did really just didn't hold my interest. It was, I guess I put it on it as background monotonous. noise. It was monotonous. It was very kind of like, yeah. what's the point? It's just watching kids mm -hmm. kill themselves for no reason. This is uh, kind of stupid. A good uh, Korean. Uh, battle Royale? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. A good Korean psychological thriller is Old Boy. Yeah. Not not the remake. Not I, have the not, re I have <laughs> not seen that yet, but I've heard the, a lot of good things. The remake is not bad. It's it they he That's with uh, Brolin, right? Yeah, Josh, Josh Brolin. Um it it's basically um a scene for scene remake of the the original, but it's the the ending's different a little bit. And I like the ending out of the new one a little bit more than the ending out of the old one because there's no uh, I can't spoiler alert. There's no incest. Well, there, there's no continued incest, um, which is which is good, which is good. <laughs> Crickets. Um, Crickets. Yeah, uh, but the the original is really good because the guy is set was uh, put into a isolation prison for 15 years. Okay, he does he just doesn't know why? Um, and uh, it's it's about him like being in that and being in that isolation prison and then getting out and then trying to find out. Who who put him in there and why? Okay, yeah, I, I, everybody's told me about it. The movie Old Boy. Um, I've never heard of it. 
they recently just did a Hollywood remake. Um, we were also were talking about Frankenstein Girl versus Vampire Girl. That was an amazing movie. <laughs> but um, no, I mean, like, I, it's fun to see kind of like, I would like to see the monsters really kind of come back. It seems like they're kind of starting to a little bit, with mm-hmm. especially with things like Godzilla kind of making a splash again. Um, but I mean, like, it, it's not quite there. I, like, I want to see something, like, more interesting and, like, you know, Pacific Rim was fun. It was like, okay, giant robots and stuff. But that yeah. really felt like more like an answer to things like Transformers than it did bringing back the classic monsters. I, uh, I saw a, this was, this was a while ago, maybe a few months, but, um, they redid a lot of the monsters from Ultraman. Oh as my fashion God. models. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm not even Gosh. kidding. And they, they, they were like, there were like billboards of this. No way. Yeah, it was. You ha- have to find it. I need to I have see to, this. I'll have to find it. I'll send it to you guys because it was <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> and if awesome. any of you guys know what, who Ultraman is, oh, I do. yeah, most of them. Totally remember Ultraman. Uh, oh God, I, I got to see that. Yeah, I, I definitely have to see that. Um, <laughs> they, they uh, but for as far as like uh, monster movies go, they greenlit. Pacific Rim two, did yep, they? They totally yeah. did. Yeah, they they put um, out the teaser, uh, the teaser poster, I guess, but they're still heavily yeah, in they're they're still discussing what they're gonna do, and then uh, obviously we do know uh, we're getting um, Skull Island in the next King Kong movie, uh, which is gonna be more like the traditional old school, not like what the Peter Jackson one was. Okay. Um, you know, we're getting Jurassic World now too, so dinosaurs are gonna be coming back, and then you yeah, know we're gonna get stuff. another Godzilla movie, which is gonna be War of the Monsters. Like, so. Yeah. So it's like those big monsters are definitely coming back. So it's kind of cool to see, and I'm really hoping that Jurassic Park Four does not. What about the tiny suck. monsters? Tiny monsters, like what yeah. kind of tiny monsters? I have no idea. Oh gremlins. My... Yeah, what about the gremlins, Rob? I'm sorry, I fed them all after midnight. <laughs> oh my god! That is. That's we're currently amazing. taking a look at uh, the Ultraman As fashion, model, fashion yeah. models, which is so you fancy, should fancy. send me that because I might. I actually got to start giving you guys a link dump. Yeah, that's so we'll have to glorious. we'll have to start. We'll definitely get this what? up there. But that's that's, uh, that's so beautiful. That's pretty They're awesome. They're so sassy and stylish. Like <laughs> yeah. little handbag on that one. Pigtails. Oh, that's awesome. They're ultra pigtails. Well, I think we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be back in a few, and we're gonna uh, get dive into personal ghost experiences. So I think was, uh, which I know is the main reason that everybody really wanted to talk tonight. So except see you in a few. For me. Except for. <laughs> All right, we'll be back soon. All right. And we're back. So, we wanted to discuss personal ghost stories and odd occurrences that have happened to us, people we've known. Good main reason I really wanted to get Sean in here tonight is because him... Kat and myself definitely have a very interesting shared experience, but I think that's the one we probably should close out with because, uh, unfortunately, awesome. TJ was going to be here with us tonight, too. And he, he was, was there, in too. On that. Yeah. That's right. So yeah, I was really hoping we could get into that. But uh, I want to kind of open to start up with uh, with uh, Siobhan on this one and, and hear a couple of her, her experiences. Yeah. Oh, my God. Where do I start? Okay. Um, I'll just start with the one that just hits me right off the bat is uh, growing up, my apparently growing up, our house was haunted. And mm-hmm. us kids knew something was going on. Like, we had an idea that this house is haunted. Something's weird's going on. My, yeah. Of course, the parents never believe you. Yeah. Which is kind of like a typical horror movie, too. I know. <laughs> um, there be, um, me and my sister shared this one room. Um, and in order to get to the attic, you actually had to go through our room to get to the attic because the door was there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, in the middle of the night, 
like the door would be keep opening by itself and my dad kept saying oh it's just the wind i'm like no it's not the wind because we tested it once we closed that door make sure it was like latched and stuff yeah. like the wind couldn't push it open yeah and so me and my sister sat up waiting for this door to open and it did and it's yeah, a um it's like a latch way. door it's not like a turn knob it's a latch the latch actually moved down by itself like someone was behind the door opening it and then it just swung open you heard a yeah, the window. That pop that. <laughs> yeah, and me and my sister were like, "Oh my god, there's oh. something in the attic!" And it, yeah, that's it was terrifying. Sorry, what? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, and that's not to mention all like the weird noises and the screaming and the bumping and the nightmares that accompanied. Oh. Once again, sorry. It was <laughs> all my fault. I, I went on a haunting spree. <laughs> do you? I think how to. Well, you you may have maybe once or twice, but do you remember my apartment in Rofo? Yes, the one I that do. the walls bled. I never. You Seriously? told me about that, but I never saw it. Ever. It was. It was the weirdest thing. What happened? Um, the bathroom. Well, first off, there was there was. It wasn't necessarily almonds, but you could. There was something. It was a. There was something off about the building. Um, yeah. Royer's Ford, I think, goes back to like the seven seventeen hundreds, sixteen eighties, or something. The building I was living in. The first, um, my girlfriend at the time's mother owned the building. Mm-hmm. It was three stories, three. So three apartments. The first floor. This used to be a bank building back yeah. in like the 1800s. The um, <laughs> my girlfriend, the the girlfriend at the time, the the um her old room, and I'm not kidding, was the vault. So it was oh, like two in, two uh, foot thick concrete walls, right, 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 yeah, and a one inch thick steel door. Wow. Jesus um, now like all the tumblers and everything have been taken off and whatnot. Yeah. But like you walked into that apartment and you could tell at one point it was set up as like an 1800s bank. Just yeah. the way everything was laid out. Oh wow. Um, like that huge foyer probably when you walk in. Well, the, the, the yeah, it was it was um it had it had that uh, whole Victorian like the the uh, the pressed like the pressed metal panels and the ceiling. Oh yeah, yeah. And you yeah. walked in and there was a stair cup, staircase up one way and then two going the other. Oh, it splits it, off and wraps yeah, around. Yeah, exactly. So it was it was a really it was a really cool, really kind of like esoteric sort of weird yeah. uh, apartment. It was really awesome. But you know, the thing is, you got to figure there's a lot of stuff that happened in that building. Yeah. Um, that wasn't really pleasant. Um, so the apartment the, the apartment you could always it already kind of feel there was something there. Mm-hmm. wasn't necessarily malicious or malevolent, but yeah, there was something there. Um, we uh, went into the bathroom one time. And it, like, now the walls were painted purple. Okay, so that may have had a bit of an effect, but I, I literally, uh, almost like plasma or blood, would some kind sometimes seep out of the walls and like drip down. And we're not like talking like, Ugh. oh, you were showering in there, it was hot, and like this. And no, like it was just. And all of a sudden, somebody oh. comes up behind you and is like, I left a withdrawal. <laughs> <laughs> this is also the same bathroom that I could sit on the toilet and wash my hands at the sink at the same I time. Remember I remember that remember sink. That? Oh, God. Yeah. Wow, that's a small bathroom. I, no, no, yeah, no I understand that. I, that, I mean, was, um, that, was, that was the my old house in, in Dub C. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, uh, yeah, I, um, I'm built like a gorilla as it is. That just made me look ten times bigger. It really, did. it was like taking. It would be like taking like a, a big teddy bear and stuffing it in a dollhouse. <laughs> uh, it just, it just looked all sorts of, or like um, Monsters Inc. Sully, yeah. Sully in any room. Okay, Aww. yeah, that's a good mental. So, image. like, I had to, I had to walk into the door and then sideways. And then, like, crab walk past the shower, <laughs> drop my trowel, drop trowel without knocking my head on the sink, sit down. <laughs> 
And then literally I could wash my hands before my pants are up. Oh, God. <laughs> and sometimes I had to do that. Otherwise, I would hit my head in the mirror. Oh. So uh, speaking of bathrooms, I actually have a bathroom ghost story. Um, my grandparents' house is notoriously haunted. They, li- they live in media. Yeah. And media is just very old land. Yeah. So it is. You, there's yeah. a lot of activity going around there. Um, sure. On the third floor, my Aunt Mary used to le- sleep in this room on the third floor. It's a very girly pink bedroom. It's like very girly. Okay? Creepy. Uh-huh. It's already <laughs> creepy. So You're just waiting for the dolls. Oh, all yeah. the walls. Army of just dolls. coming alive and just walk around now. But anyway, there was a rule in that house. You do not sleep in two rooms in that house. One is Mary's room, which is on the third floor. One, the bad thing about that is you're isolated from everybody else. So that's like creepy. And the second is the guest room. Because the guest room used to be the maid's and the cook's bedroom. Yeah. So there's a lot of like old ghosts there. Anyway, but in the, in Mary's room, she has her own bathroom. You never use that bathroom because one time I was in that bathroom and I'm just trying to, I'm just going to go use the bathroom and I turn and I look at the tub and I move the shower curtain just for no reason. I move the shower curtain and I get this flash of an image of a dead old woman in the tub <sighs> and I'm like, I'm going to go pee downstairs. Yeah. It was really creepy. Okay, you remember that scene from Silence of the Lambs where the dead old woman was in the tub in yes. Buffalo Bill's basement? No. I don't remember I do, that, I unfortunately. Do, I, I do remember. It was I, very I much... I kind of get what you're saying. It was like that. It was very yeah. decrepit, old, and rotting, and really okay. gross. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm never using this. Would you never. tub me? Oh. <laughs> it was pretty bad. So kind of like, so kind of like the 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 kind of like the um the body was removed, but the soul just stayed there and rotted. Pretty well, yeah. It's it's like whatever died in that tub just never left. Okay. And it was really gross. That's they when make, you buy make, a new tub. No, they make tub liners for that. <laughs> I've never fitters, used a go. tub ever in my existence of going to my grandparents' room. I don't think I would room. either. <laughs> Grandma, you're soaking in it. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Crickets. So <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had cool ghost stories, but I don't. <laughs> you don't have you you don't have any weird experiences that have ever happened of like. Nope. Other than like on the last one where I said where I was driving through the twin tunnels. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh God! Uh, have I got some stories about? We'll that. Yeah. That. Oh yeah. my God! Twin and the little orange light that. was reflecting off of one of my windows, but it was just a light on my dashboard. <laughs> oh. But no, no. Oh God! The lights. I don't. No, it's there's nothing yeah. that where I'm like, oh man, some I've been haunted. No, which is surprising too, because like detail, just about everybody you meet from oh like the Downingtown Downing general Downing area, so like many. everybody's yeah. got pretty much a story. I mean, yeah. it's all yeah. around that same area too. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's it's like that, I, well, there's what is it, the uh, gra- uh, graphite or the flagstone? There's a, there's a high like quartz and limestone. Mm-hmm. Um, well, limestone, they always say limestone is. Um, uh, I'm trying to remember exactly. Uh, I remember reading something about this, but they said for some reason limestone can almost like catch images if it's uh, has enough yeah. sun behind it. Where it, it's basically the idea of think about it like a piece of film, like yeah. you have like when you're exposing film. But everybody says for some odd reason limestone almost has that same ability, where Weird. sometimes images can get locked onto rock. Okay. Where it kind of looks yeah. like if the light hits the right way, it'll project. It looks like it projects I, I, I out. Think, I think, I think, that's I think there, was, was. there was that, or um, same thing with quartz. Quartz. I think yeah. it was just the nature of those two elements. Is sometimes they can, uh, maybe partially the image thing. Sometimes there's there's been, uh, there's there's been assumptions about like you know energy in general mm-hmm. that can get sort of um, uh, passed through and trapped. Well, you yeah. think about too, like if, yeah. if you're um, you know somebody that like looks at a lot of like. Um, stuff about power of stones like quartz is a very mm-hmm. energy absorbing stone a lot uh, of people say uh, quartz uh, quartz and various crystals like that are still used today in um uh for transmission crystals in radios yeah uh, really oh yeah yeah i didn't know that 
Yeah. That's interesting. A lot of, uh, it's like a lot of frequency tuners use like a quartz element yeah. within one of the, uh, to, to help awesome. denote the frequency, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Well, I know you've got a couple experiences that are outside of uh, the ones that we wanted to talk to. Um, yeah, Mine I know. kind of correlate over, though. Well, you were I with Sean for one one or two of them, right? With no, Doug? I was a dog. Okay. Yeah. Can you go into a little specifics about he took like, me, the graveyard? Um, I know it was a big one. Yeah, the graveyard was huge. But he had originally gone there with Sean. With me, yeah, and I, I've got and a story about that one. Yeah, he knows. Like, that's where, like, he took me to a certain point. He took me to where the kids um, play hide and go see yep. the kid ghosts. Yeah, because there's... actually where I saw my, like, I didn't see it with Doug when I went. But um, we went back with a bunch of other people. And I went, you know, and the people we were going with, it was funny because um, one of them was like this butch dude that did not believe in ghosts at all. And he was like, this is so dumb. Whatever. This is so dumb. Blah, 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 blah. Like the entire time. And so we get there and we're and walking around. Go? I know. it's <laughs> It was like, I think he was just bored. And so we get there and we're going and we're walking through. And I mean, that. It was very, like, it's to a certain point, it's very peaceful in that. Um, mm-hmm. It's, like, off of old Pottstown Pike. Yep. yep. It's that huge, sprawling it's cemetery. Huge. And, yeah. like, yeah, you go across the streets, the old, is the overflow, I think? Yeah. yeah. Uh, or yeah. the old cemetery, I think. Yeah. That's part of the old cemetery. The far left is the kids' cemetery area. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah. And there's the huge area. And then behind the woods is just old, old cemetery that's, like. Did you, yeah. did you hit that, like, just past where the kids are playing? Mm-hmm. Did you hit that wall of yeah. don't yep. you yeah. dare well, Doug, come is that back the cr- here? There's yeah. like a crossroads back there. Is that yeah, what you're yeah, yeah, there well, is. That's actually, that so that crossroad. actually ties into the story. So Doug, had, when I went with Doug, he told me, don't go past here. I listened. Yeah, we found that out. Because he told me that you guys found that you yeah. went yeah. past He it? told me that. No, I, no they did. Okay. We found that wall. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. when I went with him, so this is the interesting thing. So the second time around when I went with these other people, that was actually where I saw my first ghost. Um. That was when it was a kid playing hide and go seek, and it was me and two other people, and all three of us at the same time look, and we're like, "Did you see that?" And there's this like little, like it was a little kid that was just peeking out behind mm-hmm. a tree, and um, but meanwhile, the dude that was like, "This is dumb," decided to go past, and he's just like, "Whatever, I'll go, I don't care," and so he just like tromps off, and he's gone for a while. Oh. oh my god. And we're like, uh, what happened to him? So like our one friend goes off and like goes and tries to find him and he's like, look, I'll just drag him back or something. And the dude comes running back, freaked the fuck out because he's like, something touched me back there. Something fucked with me. Something fucking touched me. And it was like, he was freaking out. And this is the guy that was like, oh, this is so dumb, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, not having it. So I mean, like, you know, that, Cemetery is obviously yeah very... that that um I I don't know uh, that that area it, it was kind of a problem too because there's a headstone back in that area that yeah. if you have any sort of sensitivity you hit that wall and you go I really shouldn't go any further I mean uh-huh. the best way I can describe it to people who aren't anywhere near sensitive to like energy and and mm-hmm. um if you've a lot of you guys are fans of anime Bleach. Yeah, that, that that spiritual pressure that, that just hit, that just hits you like a tidal wave falling out of the sky. Yep. That's the best way I can describe it. Because it's physically you don't see anything, but it's mm-hmm. like it's like actual physical effort to try and push through what feels yeah. like jello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it becomes harder to breathe in yep. that sort of instance. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a headstone back in that area that is. I mean, it could be it could be two degrees out. It's warm to the touch. There could be snow on it. Yeah. And you touch it and it's like, 
body warm. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know um, one of the, like, my two ones that jump out at me are really big was I used to live in this house that was down um, 202, like, right uh, where it was outside of the highway stretch. 202 Leaving and 926. 202 right? and 926. I, I remember it, yeah. There's a, there's a historical house there called, the, it's they're referred to as the Old Serpentine Stone House. Mm-hmm. This was an inn in Westchester in the 1700s or early 1800s, I want to say. Yeah. Um, and uh, we, uh, you know, my, my dad went and rented the house because we were, you know, just looking for a new place to live. And, uh, you know, he loved the place because he was like, oh, this gorgeous old Victorian place is for rent. And was, you know, when we see this place and I'm like, okay, you know, it looks like a big old stone house, you know, whatever. Don't really think about it much. And me and my sister go in there for the first time. And bear in mind, like, we're, uh, you know, Heather, I think, is uh, about, like, maybe, like, 20, 21. I'm, like, 19. Um, and uh, we go in there. And we just stand there. I'm like, this place does not feel right. I'm like, you you know, like, when you walk into a place that you know you just shouldn't fucking be in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we looked at each other, and she's like, yeah, I don't like this place at all. This is just <laughs> not the place where I don't want to live here. And my dad's yeah. like, we already signed the paperwork. We're living here. I'm like, oh, God, no, please. No, 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 no. So, but I mean, this house was... Time to go to college. <laughs> but this house, we didn't realize how much history was behind it. My dad was really pumped up and excited as all hell. And he's like, look, here's uh, here's something from the Historical Society from Westchester. And the place was the only inn in Westchester, like when that town was first pretty much built on the outskirts of the town. Yeah. And it was also a major location for the Underground Railroad. Huzzah! Yeah. Oh, and a what lot I mean, major place uh-huh. for the Underground Railroad, you go into the basement, like a lot of houses in Westchester apartments, the floor in the basement is dirt. Yeah. Well, there was also a sub basement there, too. So the sub basement in there was maybe a room that was four by four, maybe about five and a half feet tall. And that's where they stashed the slaves that were on the run when people, because mm-hmm. they had soldiers come through and yeah. sleep there yep. and stay there. So that was this constant, like, you felt it in that house. If you went into the basement, oh, yeah. you were like, I am dropping the things off right by the floor, and mm-hmm. I am done. I'm yeah, that, they just had that constant yep. tense, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, I oh, don't want to be Oh, it found. didn't help, yeah. too, that our well was a full above-ground well in the basement behind oh. a broken-down door. <laughs> so you look at it, and this is the time. I like, remember seeing that. You I remember, remember that? going down there, yeah. And it's That's like, ugh, it's heavy, and, like and it's all the original wood. Like, yeah. So, like, we're talking, like, just horrendously looking like you don't want to be there at all. Isn't that the place that had that mystery window above the kitchen? Yes. And, I and no that. access to I'm that gonna, room? I, I was going to go okay. into that because, all like, right. you know, you have that, but, like, you know, ultimately, the main first floor was nice. So there was a nice redone kitchen, but, like, you came in through what they referred to as the mud room. Mm-hmm. The mud yeah, room was, was kind yeah. of like the in, inside, like, furnace for, they used it for cleaning, cooking sometimes, because it was basically the that that servant's area. Yeah. Where, you know, you dusted off your shoes and your stuff got taken care of over there, cleaned, washed, whatever they needed to do. Yeah. But when you pulled into the house from the driveway. Yeah. The mudroom is where you always entered in from. It was kind of like the equivalent of the back door to that house because it was just the easiest to access into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you looked and you were standing outside and you looked above, there was a tiny window that was maybe about like three foot by three foot. Yeah. And it was old original glass. Yeah. And you look in there and I'm like, window? I don't know where. What is that yeah, a window yeah. to? Oh, it's above the mudroom. Yeah, that was the servants' quarters, and it is completely walled down and re-plastered, like all this old plaster. 
So that's completely closed off. It's a full room up there, but you have no way, there's no way to get into it without breaking down that glass. I wonder what's in there. And I remember many a times coming home I don't really want to late go. at night and swearing to God seeing something like, and obviously too, I think a lot of that too is because the road's there and it catches the lights, light. Yeah, that's so totally like you kind of just don't think about it, but it's like kind of fucked up to think yeah. about that. This entire room in this house yeah. no longer exists. Yeah. That's um, Well, exists. There's just no yeah, way yeah, to yeah, it. It's, it's yeah, it's it's just it, and it's one of those things. I was down there a couple of times before I looked up one day. And I went, wait a minute. And you did you Where? did you ever go to that attic too? That was the full rumpus room. That was all the old original wood, and there was two rooms built up there. I think I remember that. Yeah, with oldest wooden doors, and the only thing that was there when we moved in that's right, was yeah. a fucking rocking chair. That's in right. It was like an 18th century <laughs> rocking chair in that's a back so corner. Scary. And like this is not redone like the rest of the house. And even still, that was like redone like 1940s, 1950s style, like asbestos and yeah. you know pretty oh, much yeah. anything else that can kill you and plaster. But I mean, oh, yeah. oh my god, it was just, yeah. You know, you, was, you walk up there and you're like, so when does that start rocking? Yeah, like, right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that entire house like was the worst vibe you could ever have. Um, yeah. And like some of the history too is like on the front of the house, there's stone carved out of of the silhouette of a man's face and um, a dog next to him, and that was uh, the guy that was running against Abraham Lincoln. Mm -hmm. It was his uh, one of his headquarters for his election. Oh wow! So that was that's why there's so much twisted stuff to it because it's very well documented in historical society that that was part of the Underground Railroad, you know, and obviously the fact that the owners there were harboring slaves mm -hmm. then you also have a person that was trying to keep slavery in, intact wow. running there so it's kind of interesting when you think about all that stuff but that's a very uncomfortable home to walk into yeah. one of the um one of the stories i have actually more recent than i can remember because i've got i'm sure i've got more from when i was younger but again been been, been dead four times iffy memory um the uh, and the funny thing is this this is in fraser um if you know uh if you're going down route 30 yeah. You know where the D'Ambrosio dealership is? Yeah. Basically, where you, uh, you coming up towards that, there's that T intersection. You go over that bridge up into into Malvern. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. There's a house. There's a big house and then a smaller house right behind it. I lived in that smaller house with a bunch of friends. Okay. Um, but it was the same exact setup you we were talking about earlier. The, the attic, none of us went in the attic. Nothing got kept in the attic. The room I was staying in was the only entrance into that attic. Oh no! Yeah, and oh, no. um, but the the thing is, I moved into that room after another friend of ours moved out, um, or moved to a different. No, I think he moved to a different room, and then there was a vacancy, and I, my ex girlfriend tried to kill me, so I ended up needing somewhere to stay real quick. Well, that's another story <laughs> that's entirely. An entirely different conversation. <laughs> um, so he's like, "Oh well, this room just became vacant. Um, be careful." But, <laughs> um, like literally, uh, the, I guess the house mother, um. We like half of us that lived there were pagan, okay. like straight out. So, but she, um, she was there alone one day, and was in the kitchen, or she was. I'm sorry, she was in her bedroom, asleep. Um, because she, I think she was working night shift at the time, and she woke up, and the attic door had been opened, her door had been opened, and when she woke up, the uh, the, the butcher knife that was hang like hovering near her bed just dropped on the floor. <gasps> So that's when they figured out there was something not really nice in the attic, yeah. which is when they stopped using the attic. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, God. Yeah. So I was staying in that room, and oh, boy, was that fun. 
Um, we, again, most of us being pagan, eventually went up, did a cleansing ceremony. Right. Um, and in most spirit, in most like uh, ritual circles, like I'm a, I'm a hermetic um, mm-hmm. pagan, like I do all energy work. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I don't do a lot of ritual stuff. But when I do work in rituals, I normally work as an amplifier. So this is exactly what I was supposed to do for that ritual. Um, and I don't remember, I think we either were able to either bind it or banish it entirely. Oh, this, awesome. this this was like 2000. And again, I can't remember yesterday. Yeah. But after that, we didn't have so many problems. It was definitely weakened okay. for the rest of the time we were there. So I wasn't trying to kill you anymore. Uh, well, <laughs> at least not me. But I, I, ha- I have some weird level, um, like, I don't know how to start, describe it. Almost like an antivirus on a computer. Okay. I'm not necessarily intentionally doing it, but there's a lot of stuff that can't get to me. Okay, okay that's yeah. good. Um, so, but yeah, it, it, yeah, it, it's it's kind of nice. Um, <laughs> Lucky. Well, yeah, I know, right? it, and this will come up in the story with them later. Um, that definitely came into play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Like I, I have problems when it comes to spirits because I don't. I'm a conduit, so mm-hmm. things are naturally attracted to me mm-hmm. because oh, no. I can channel. Yeah. So, and that's that's good if it's not a, if it's a good spirit, but when it's not a nice spirit, yeah. it's bad news. The, well, the uh, the reason again, the reason I do a lot when when I do ritual work, I work as an amplifier is because I have we haven't figured out is if I absorb and convert energy or if I have this massive reservoir because I've definitely pulled off some stuff that people have been like, how are you still standing after expending that much energy? Like, I just did. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but I had a friend of mine who the best way I can describe it is most ghosts would avoid him because he would just absorb them. Oh, okay. So, like, they, he he and his wife lived in a house that they knew was haunted. And I'm not kidding. Ten minutes before he would show up, any activity that was going on would stop. They're like, oh my god, he's here. Yeah, pretty much. They, 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 they would they would. Mommy, Daddy, you're home. Put your toys away and let's go, let's, yeah. let's, let's go back to the attic. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, oh, crap, he's coming back. Oh. Yeah, so it's just, I, I'm wondering if my, that might be, again, there's still some mysteries as to how I do what I do or why I have some of the stuff working the way it works. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's, so that's, that's kind of interesting when that happens. Well, um, I remember what there was one time, I don't remember the location, but I remember the bridge I went to many, many years ago was called Crybaby Bridge. Yeah. And it's in weird Pennsylvania with the location and everything, but to this day, I cannot remember where I think where I know what you're talking about because it's not too far outside of, uh, when it's we're done, um, I actually have the book. We can we can take a look yeah. at it. Yeah, it's I mean, there's actually, a couple of them. It's well, rather local, well, our, I believe. Our big yeah, one is, is in there, lo- too. Yeah, it is local, yeah. Well, I was there one time. Me, my, the guy I was dating at the time, took me there because he said there's a lot of activity and he wanted to see if I could feel anything. Of course, I felt something. Um, <laughs> there was a really um, dark entity that was in the bridge. And we walked from – it was like a balmy, like, 56 degrees. And we walked mm-hmm. to the opposite side of the bridge. We walked through the bridge to the other side. And it literally, I'm not kidding, you dropped like 20 degrees. Mm-hmm. Got really mm-hmm. frigidly cold. And you just felt like there was this pressure on your face, like in a, in some dire- in some direction. So I turned to that direction. And this huge, noxious smell just started coming out of the bridge from the rafters. I'm like, oh, my God, there's something up there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we bolt. We get yeah. out of there. We go back. But I don't leave the car because I don't want to encounter that thing again. So mm-hmm. I'm in the car, they're all on the bridge doing their stuff. So I'm just sitting there by myself in the car on the side of the road. And I just have this feeling like there's something behind me. And I mm-hmm. turn around and I'm looking at the bridge. And it looks like the darkness just kind of morphs into mm-hmm. like a silhouette. 
and it's walking towards the car. And I'm like, oh, my oh, God. Oh, my yeah, God. So that's... the first thing I do, which is completely stupid, is I lock the car doors. Like, that's going to do it. <laughs> but I was like, ah. So There are no shadows in the car. <laughs> Turn on all the lights. So I'm sitting there, and I'm just putting up wards you like you wouldn't believe. I'm just trying to yeah. create this bubble of get the fuck away from me, okay? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. But this thing is penetrating my defenses, and I'm freaking out because oh, I'm yeah. feeling weaker. I'm getting scared. All my emotional, everything is going haywire. I'm, like, yeah. I'm losing this battle. Which, unfortunately, just kind of empowers a lot of, especially yeah, exactly. level entities. If, if you're scared, it just leeches that, and yeah, you're basically just feeding it. it's absorbing it out of you. And I knew this was happening because I felt this thing getting stronger. It was trying to get to me. Mm. And just when I thought, like, it was all over because I couldn't call for help because everyone was gone, Mm -hmm. this blast of white-blue light just explodes inside the car. And I don't – to this day, I don't know what it was. I don't know if there's some guardian spirit that's funny because that's – That will come into play later. Mm -hmm. But whatever this thing was, it just exploded through the car and this thing just retreated back to the bridge. I think – if I remember correctly, I think that bridge is on the road to the two – Areas we're talking about. I think it is actually. I, th- I, th- I, I think, think yeah, no, it's it's like it's like a quarter mile down from Sawmill. I think so. Yeah, because this is this is this area, like Westchester, right? Yeah, Westchester, it's, it's around here. No, yeah, I know which bridge. It's a cover oh bridge. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh, and it's just crap. it's it, it comes down to a T intersection on a, a slightly more hi, um, high level road with uh with um. It's a red, a, traffic covered, light not too red far. covered bridge. Yeah, it's a red yeah, covered uh-huh, bridge. Yeah, no, it's that. It's the one. It's the trifecta. <laughs> that's part of. That's actually. If you turn up that road, that's Marshallton Thorndale Road. Yeah. As soon as you make a, the first right that's available, that's Sawmill Road. Okay, Sawmill Road is the worst. Now, now before ever. we dive a little further, real quick, and we <laughs> start discussing, kind of, because that kind of started that off. Tim, right now, I have a question for you. Are you a skeptic at all about this stuff? Are you just kind of like? Does it have never had an experience? Kind I've of never had. I've never had an experience. I'm I'm ex- I'm skeptical because I've never had an experience. That's fair. It's also probably because I grew up like live in the woods. That's so, fair. Kind of. So yeah. there's there's like a whole different fear response from like depending on where you grow up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're in the woods. You hear a crack. You're like, it's a deer, or it's, yeah. it's yeah. animals, yeah. Well, or it could, because this is um this is the. Um, Pennsylvania, it's just, it's where I grew up was, it's not, it's not far away from Malvern or, or, or Fraser, but it was, it was wholly undeveloped until like the seventies. It was just, yeah, for the well, most part. and even in, even in the seventies, I remember when I was a kid where on a hundred, route, route 100, which is like, which was the main highway going through, right. one of the main highways going through Chester County, rush hour was four cars. Yeah. Oh I mean, gosh. it wasn't much. I mean, like, and, it's so, teeny. so uh, yeah, there's not much there. Uh, there really wasn't a whole lot in Chester County. It was just it was woods and a couple houses here and there. Yeah, and just like growing up in the woods, where it's like unless you have a full moon, it's pitch black. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean that's a big part. Like my family moved into this area when I was like three or four, so we're talking like 1984. I mean, there wasn't a lot out here. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, where we're, we were living now. All this stuff existed, but like if you go into Exton, there was it was woods. It really? was there. You had, you had yeah. there you was had nothing the mall. else. Oh. You had the mall and woods. That was wow. it. A lot of the woods. stuff in Exton's only sprung up in the last maybe fifteen. I mean, 20 like years. you know where the Coles is there. That shopping center was there, but not near the size it is yeah, yeah, now. Yeah. That Coles well, used to be a store but I mean, called Clover. Like going up on one <laughs> there was yeah. that and the Acme there, and then like two or three little shops. Everything that sprung it. up around that stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I know I heard Glenmore was like nothing. Like where Produce Junction was. I mean, that was you can tell that was like there was that mcdonald's and two stores in that strip mall yeah. and then that 
like Toys R Us and all that stuff never existed. Yeah, Glenmore yeah. used to be just a whole lot of farmland. Yeah, yeah. that's all um, we had out here. So most of this so, area has become what so, it is in the last twenty five yeah, years. So, so my fear response was was um, animal instinct. So like there might be some predator out there, yeah. like uh, a physical predator out there might be out there to get me because um, I don't know. Um, were black bears ever really big in this area? I don't. I don't know. I know we had wolves. I, yeah. We'd we had did. wolves in yeah. the 70s and 80s out yeah. here, but those populations kind of disappeared. Yeah, we, we yeah. hunted them out of ex- out of existence. Yeah, which is um, why we have every deer in the world now lives here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But it, it was just like that. that it, it's just a whole different set of, of, of fear registers. That makes sense. So I, yeah. even, if, even if I want, went to some of these places that you're talking about, I probably wouldn't have the same responses to you yeah. as you because it, my – the, the the way that my my body would react is just it, yeah. is more animalistic. But well, I mean, even at that, you you may or may not be more you know spiritually or uh, like energy sensitive. Yeah, as well. Yeah, like I, I mean, just... I, I I it's one of those things where I grew up. I I could always sense stuff, mm-hmm. but it took years. And I I mean, like we're only talking maybe five six years ago before I actually heard like a like a like a, a voice. And I've mm-hmm. and I've only seen maybe one or two things out of all the experiences I've had, actual physical manifestation of vo- of audio or visual, just isn't something I've experienced. It's mm-hmm. mostly just been like a, an energy or a presence yeah. mm-hmm. that, that I've been able um, to notice. And the reason I kind of asked if you were a skeptic there too is because I very much was a skeptic. Um, like I always felt things around me, but a lot of it is like sometimes you know it's that idea of. You're in an old house and it's creaky. And your mind plays tricks on you really quickly when you're yeah. the only one in that house. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, also, too, when you have this experience and somebody's like, I feel uneasy here, that triggers that response in your brain where you're like, I kind of do, too. Mm. And your mind just runs with it sometimes. Oh, yeah. yeah like, I've, I've definitely had those moments where my brain goes into fight or flight mode. Mm-hmm. And it's usually when I'm alone and in, in a dark place with no, lo- with no lights. And, like, I usually have – I'm usually equipped with some sort of light on me. So I'll take yeah. a light. Shine it around and be like, okay, so there's nothing here. And then the brain is like, no, oh, no, there's nothing here. Yeah. Even though like there's something that set off that, that register. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah. like once I realize that it, there's nothing actually there, it's just, okay, whatever. It's a dark place. It, I'm, I'm nervous because it's dark and I can't see anything. Everybody That's has fair. that moment where yeah. you're in the dark. You're like, I'm just going to walk a little bit faster to my yeah. car or yeah. back yeah. to my yeah. house. Yeah. You know? oh, completely. And we're walking, we're walking, we're walking, we're walking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now we're running, we're running. <laughs> so Very I'm going to let. So. Kat and Sean kind of kick this off because you guys are the ones that had the experiences first. Well, do you, do you want me to go? Do you want me to go previous to our our shared experience? Yeah, well, that, you had actually. an experience outside of Sean because oh, you yeah, and with Doug. Doug. Went. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was the first time I was ever on Sawmill Road was with Doug, and we went and um, he we had hopped to like a bunch of places. We pretty much just toured Chester County in one yeah. night. It's nuts. But um, we got to Sawmill Road and, you know, I had, like we had um, he was telling me all like about it and stuff and about the um, Gates of Hell. The Legend of the Gates jazz. of Hell. Yeah. Yeah. That's also in Weird PA. Yep. Um, But we get on the road and I mean, like it's all the, you know, all the roads around it are paved and this mm-hmm. one was paved. It was just covered in gravel. So like already it's already creepy as hell because it's like you hear the gravel crunching. Like, we're driving along, all the trees are, like, you know, bowing yeah, in, and I know that's, like, pretty Downingtownish just in general, but the weird thing is, like, as we're going along, we're like, man, like, you know, it was dead silent, mm-hmm. and it was not winter yet, 
Like, there should have been some animal noise. Dead fuck. Because we had the windows rolled down. And it was dead silent. And we're like, wow, it's really weird we haven't seen, like, a deer or, And this is maybe, know, a like, fox. a two-mile stretch of road. Yeah. In the, yeah. In the middle and of the woods. And it's like, wow, there's no deer. There are no foxes. Like, not even a rabbit. And the weirdest thing is, like, so we, we finally, like, get past it. We're like, wow, that was, like, we're just kind of trying to crack jokes because it was just, like, eerie as shit. And he's like, do you want to stop? I'm like, fuck no. Let's keep going. <laughs> just keep driving. We, the second we get off that road onto regular roads, within minutes, we saw a deer, we saw a rabbit, and saw a fucking fox. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Like, the shit. So, so give a little quick backstory for Sawmill Road and Seven, uh, well, the, the Gates of Hell. Um, the story behind this is, uh, I don't know if there's a timeline associated with this. Is it like, what, 1940s, 1950s, maybe, give or take? Uh, the way I heard, always heard it, it was later than that. It was like 60s, maybe even like late 70s. 60s, yeah. Okay, yeah, 60s yeah. and 70s. So basically, um, this is smack dab in the middle of the woods. Um, yeah. This is where, you know, a lot of farmland was and the, the forest. That's all you had out here. And it's this little tiny road carved out and there's no... You know, housing developments in here or anything like this yet. And, you know, there was a very wealthy family. And they built a house pretty much in this massive clearing in the woods. And it was that, like, well, like not what we consider a mansion now, but, like, that standard, like, a nice big huge house. Like, three, four yeah. place. Has, like, two side houses to it. Like, mm-hmm. where they have, like, that garage pool room area. They had a huge swimming pool. Um so apparently this guy that's living there, it's him and I think his wife and one child, I believe, if memory serves correctly, um, one day just snaps um, and takes his guns, shoots his wife, shoots his kids or kids, can't remember quite. Um, and it's just completely as it kills himself. Um, and there was apparently a lot of stories before this happened of this guy just kind of losing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the house was just abandoned. Uh, yeah. After that point, like nobody ever went to do anything with the home. Yeah. Um, it, just, it just sat there and rotted. It, it, it just sat and rotted. And then after shortly after, you know, transients were there. People said there was there was reports from the police department saying cult members were staying in there for a while. Yeah. Um, there was mafia activity for there for a while. And, yeah. um, you know, where apparently there was a massive shootout at. Oh yeah, when, and, uh, there was a there was a video, I was actually just looking for it. There, I, I can there, tell you, yeah. there was a video on YouTube of some people that went in, went up there after uh, you know maybe late nineties, early two thousand. And the video is from uh, it's a group called Beyond the Backyard. Is and that, if you look up, I've seen that video. Yeah, and yeah. you can see the they terribly they, narrated by the way too. Yeah. It's like that horrible voice filter yeah, of like yeah, watch, watch it on to, watch yeah. it on mute and because you, re- you really just want to see the images. But there's <laughs> they, they see uh, they they document the. Bullet holes in the in-ground pool. Yeah. Wow. The pool, the, yeah. the actual the pool house up the walls. And I mean, it's no lie. You can definitely tell these are like heavy caliber slugs all cut through. Who's that backyard? What was that? Beyond the backyard. Beyond the other. That's right. That's, yep. that's so what I was looking for. They're going through and um, the way they get up to this house, um, everybody went up through it was there was red wrought iron gates that were off sawmill road that people would go up through the woods and you could go back up to this house when news started coming out and more and more things kept happening up there yeah. um the township um had the gates removed and ultimately nature kind of just took back over and yeah wiped it out so nobody really knew how to get up there and this was one of the last documented times that people got up there because eventually the township had that house stripped down and removed mm. but to this day there's a lot of fucked up shit that keeps happening up there when you're on Salmora, like Cat was saying. Yeah, it's, it's 
It doesn't matter if the house is gone, there's still going to be something there. So, like, it goes a lot further than just not seeing wildlife. I mean, and when you're driving on Sawmill Road, you have no choice but to go about 15 miles an hour because it's just potholes everywhere. If you go much faster, you're going to blow a tire, and that is the one place you never want to blow a tire. Um, Sean, do you want to kind of, like, jump in from there with your story exactly and what happened for you guys before we go into the, our, uh, our experiences? Yeah, whole? yeah, no. Um, well, again, it was it was my my ex-girlfriend, uh, my, my girlfriend at the time. Uh, oddly enough, the one that tried to kill me. Uh, <laughs> uh, Doug. Um, I think it was really the first couple of times we went up there was just the three of us. Yeah. Um, but we, we went up and, you know, did, like, the high school, like, the high school sort of drive-by. Mm-hmm. And we'd go up again and stop. And like I never, I never was admittedly, I was never brave enough to go all the way up to the to the building, um, mostly because it was dark. I didn't have a flashlight. I did not really know where I was going. Yeah. But um, it was uh, Chrissy and Doug. They both um, ventured out to the building at least once. Um, the thing about that is, um, and and like anyone who does any sort of like professional or semi professional ghost hunting will tell you, one of the biggest risks is getting followed. Mm-hmm. And this is exactly what happened. So we, uh, you know, they tweak out. We leave. We get down the road. We get off sawmill. Mm-hmm. And that spiritual presence isn't going away. Oh, yeah. And like, I'm, I'm like, seriously, and this, this sounds cheesy as hell. And a lot of things I'm going to describe sound cheesy as hell and made up. And like, take it with whatever grain of salt you want. Maybe I'm a crazy person. It's fine. <laughs> but, um, again, I work in hermetic, you know, I work primarily with hermetic energy, just latent energies. And like, I take them and mold them and form them and use them how I, how I need. Um, so I immediately start putting up white and blue flame ba- barriers mm-hmm. around the car. Cause that's, that's what I do. Ah, um, now those <laughs> colors make sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but it like, literally it's just, it's. I mean, we're doing 60, and the thing's, like, on our trunk. Oh, my God. Like, I'm not even kidding. Um, And one of the tricks we didn't know at the time was to stop at multiple places, because the the further away they get from their base of power in most most cases, uh, the more confused they can become, Mm -hmm. and they just kind of have to get... Because, like, you get out, you walk around, and they'll either get stuck somewhere else, or they'll just return back to their base. Right. Maybe not base is not the great the best well, word, but source but of origin. They're so, they're so, yeah. the source of what is keeping them here on on this, you know, in this tether. Room. So, um, you know, it eventually follows us all about, all the way back to our place. Are you serious? Like actually, where I'm living at the time. So, um, and the this particular spirit's um, party piece, if you will, was this? Uh, <laughs> now I had already heart, had heart surgeries by this point. Can so. I say what it was? Go ahead. Yeah. So I wasn't told very much about this so-called <laughs> entity, and I'm. This is very much in my heyday of being a hardcore skeptic about uh-huh. any of this crap. I, I was one of the ones that helped to turn you. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Actually, you, Cat, and your wife yeah. were the ones yep. that made me like, oh dear God, I don't like this. <laughs> but at the same time, it was like a drug, and I'm like, I want to go back. Uh-huh. Let's go back. And yeah. every time we brought it up, we're like, I really don't want to go back. <laughs> but I so this is a really bad idea because <laughs> it's not just Sawmill Road. There's more, obviously, to the story. But to oh, give yeah. you an idea of what happens to you on Sawmill Road, and you guys didn't bring this up to me, <laughs> so we go and Sean's driving, mm-hmm. and we're driving through the road, and just like Cat mentioned, and like Sean mentioned, you get on maybe about I'd say like a thousand feet into this road, yeah. and it starts feeling heavy because yeah. there's a little house. Mm-hmm. It's built on the side of the road on your right. As soon as you turn, once you get past that, mm-hmm. it's just 
best way I can describe it with this is like take a you know that that non neutronian non neutronian fluid you used to make in school for like cornstarch and water. Oh yeah, and you'd, you'd mix up. You'd mix. You'd slowly start mixing in more and more cornstarch to the point where it goes from literally a liquid to a solid. Mm-hmm. The best way I can describe this sort of descent is go like trying to swim through that as it's being mixed. Yeah, mm-hmm. like just more and more is getting added, and it's getting harder and harder. Yeah. I, I totally understand that feeling. Like it, it's hard to breathe. Yep. you just yep, feel yep. claustrophobic. Yeah, it's it like, feels <sighs> like someone's sitting on your chest. Yeah. So or. What's about to happen? So, oh boy, you're we're getting further and further in, and I'm sitting, um, cat's sitting on my left. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm you're driving. driving, and I'm right behind Veronica. Mm-hmm. So we're getting a little bit further and in. Was there too? No, not in this uh, one. No, he this came with us a second time. Yeah. Oh yeah, which yeah, is yeah. why we were hoping he to get was, him here. He was riding bitch, if I remember correctly. He was riding third row back. Yeah, because we put him there for a reason. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh no. Um, so we're driving through, and just like Cat mentioned to me before, no wildlife, dead quiet. Mm-hmm. And it's just eerie. I mean, it's just really just creepily eerie road. And I'm like looking behind me it, it, through from your car window and just like looking back. And I'm like, what? It's it's a dark road in the middle of nowhere. The only thing that's kind of creepy is like, are we gonna blow a tire because this road's a piece of shit? And all of a sudden, I feel like somebody has reached in through my chest and is holding on to my heart. Mm-hmm. Like, slowly squeezing it. Like, like, not, like, yeah. like not like cupping the balls just a little too hard. It's not like they're trying to crush it, but every t- every amount of time that we're on this road, it's like somebody's slowly tightening their grip a little by a little by a little. And it felt like I thought I was going to have like a heart attack or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. it was yeah. painful. And then it's, after a while, it was getting harder to breathe. Uh-huh. And I looked sure. back and I was looking behind the car and sure enough, there is a full-on black silhouette of a man standing oh. about 25 feet behind the car and walking, following mm. the vehicle the entire time. Yeah. Um, we went back again later, maybe seven months, maybe even a year later with mm. TJ, mm-hmm. um, who's been on the podcast many times. And uh, sure enough, we didn't tell him anything yeah. about it. As soon Not as we got the road, exact same response yeah. from him. He's like, it felt like he, he was like, he's like, I'm having chest pain. And we all didn't say a damn word about it. And sure enough, he's like, it felt like somebody was holding on my heart. He had it too. Yeah. Now, uh, because I had experienced this before, this this happened once. We were able to. It it, it came. It kind of was there for a while. We managed to put up enough barriers. It gave up. It left. Yeah. Of course, being the smart kids we are, <laughs> we go back to poke the bear. Uh, of course. <laughs> so when we get followed the second time, I'm not driving. Okay. The first time I was driving, the second time I think Doug was driving, which allowed me to concentrate more on um, defenses. Mm-hmm. Um, I go, I go full out when I do energy work. I mean, when I tell you that not only we were we were in a, a white protection bubble and a, a blue flame protection bubble, I was also um, generating a blue flame fifty cal oh and God. shooting energy back. I'm not even kidding. Like this sounds like something out of an anime. I, like honestly, but it's the way I work in a very visual well, medium. So this is the way you're interpreting it. Yeah, no, that's exa- well, that's exa- well. The way I visualize is how. My energy is you expelled. The energy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. Just, I mean, that, that's one of the reasons I sound to a lot of ritual magic. I don't need to like the the and the circle and all that is really just focal points for your energy. And mm-hmm. some people need to do that or are more comfortable working with that. I can just manipulate the energy. I don't need to worry about. It. I'm in the same way. I really don't need tools. Yeah, no, it's the same. Like I've got a couple. I've got like a chalice and I've got a nice athame and I never use them. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, like there for decoration. Funny thing, the chalice is that was actually my grandmother's. 
Oh, so that's it cool, was cool. yeah, it was passed down. But um, no, it's just one of those things where like the best way I can describe it is because this is how I'm visualizing it. But the thing, and again, I'm I'm sensitive and I can track. And this this follows along on my father's side because my father had. Well, now here's the thing: as a marine, my father believed in this because he could he could sense a lot of this stuff as well. Yeah. So it was one of his. So I'm the thing is I'm. I'm basically throwing energy at it, and I'm feeling it readjust and try and move and avoid it and drag back no. off. Yeah, it's so. Um, but it followed us back again, oh. and just kind of stayed for a little while. We actually got to the point where Doug, myself, and a couple other people had to. And one of the reasons we didn't go back, I never went back until I went back with you guys. Um, we actually had to go resort to doing a ritual where again I was working as a batter, as like an amplifier, mm-hmm. um, and banish it back to that radius of the Twin Tunnels, yeah. Sawmill, and the Crybaby Bridge. Do you think I experienced that same exact shadow? I have a feeling that well, we we had it locked down oh, yeah. within those boundaries very specifically. The, the agreement, though, basically the spiritual agreement was that because we, you know, it's, if you're going to lock it up, you're not going to go back and poke the bear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and we did well. Well, <laughs> here's, here's the thing about that. I say that and like I I, I honored that until I found out that there were other people in my group that had already broken that one. Great. So, so the was spell like, was immediate. Like one, once that once that happened, this the 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 binding was null and void. Yep. Yeah. So at that point, it's like okay, well, I've dealt with him before. Yeah. And it is most definitely a him. Yeah. Oh, it's a oh, him. Yeah, it's no, it, it is, oh, it's it, a him. It is yeah. a him. I um, got that sense of right off the bat. I'm like, this is a dude. And uh-huh. He's a really not nice dude at all. Yeah. And seriously, yeah. the best way I can put it, that silhouette looks like traditional old, you know, suit jacket, pants. <laughs> and sometimes it looks like there's a fedora there. Or just, you can't quite tell. It's like it's got a little bit of a width around yeah. the head. But You see, I never got that much of a, a visual. I never did either. Robin um, everything, uh, the, really? Yeah. The, um, again, because I'm not really, I can't really see it. The visual that I that was impressed upon me was more... And this is Slenderman. Uh, no, no, not even uh, more, <laughs> more like amorphous. Not even amorphous blob, but Reaper esque without actually like tattered black mass, almost just hooded. No real features, but that could just be the fact that what it was for me was it, like I said, it was if if you were to you know like um, when you're a kid and there's there's like rooms that you have in some playland places where it's like there's the f- a hard light that flashes and uh, it leaves your shadow against a wall yeah. it looked exactly like a person in a business suit like okay. that shadow that would be left with yeah. no features to it or no lines around oh yeah it, definitely no no facial it's, features it, it's right? just yeah. flat black it's interesting yeah. that you guys actually got some detail off of it because when I experienced it it was there was no facial features at all it was just I would just, I used to call it just a black shadow it was just yeah. a silhouette of a man, there was no defining features. Like it was very, I don't know. It just looked like a shadow to me, mm-hmm. but it had limbs and everything. Yeah, that's the only way I could describe it. I mean, I can't actually see ghosts. I can see them in my third eye, but not yeah. visually. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I can't I can't really visually pick them up, which is I think why I just got more of a sense of I, I mean a human esque feature, but just yeah. almost like like a classic hooded. Oh, it's creepy. Well. Like I said, we could definitely go on about this for a while, and we didn't even touch the uh, the twin tunnels. And the twin tunnels is pretty much just more of that entity's stomping grounds. Honestly, it yeah, feels like. it really is. And there's a huge whole other tale to that too of a girl that basically uh, hung herself between these two bridges, yeah, um, or tw- two tunnels. There's mm-hmm. basically a little gap in between. And the weird thing about those tunnels is too, the tunnels that you see, it's not twin. There's actually three. Yeah. There's actually a third tunnel below. 
If you look to the right, oh, yeah. that's there. Next time you ever drive through it or drive past it, I look on your right side. To. There's the creek that's there. There is another full size tunnel yep. that's there. Has anyone gone in that tunnel? There's many yeah. people that oh, have yeah. gone in that way. Oh. Um, but um, that was where there was a report. I think it was like 94, 95. Someone, someone found a dismembered body in a trash bags in there. Yeah. yeah. I think you can still find the police reports on that too. Probably, yeah. Um, but that is actually that was 100% true. I remember seeing it on the news because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I've been in my area my entire life. It was, uh, no, yeah. suitcase. It was three suitcases. That, oh, that's right. No, that, no the, yeah, the trash never... bags was a different, was a different oh, instance. Oh, God. Yeah. So but that's that not even the only time that happened. So that's apparently a big dumping ground. <laughs> but that was a big area because it's seriously, you don't even know that tunnel's there if you don't know yeah. it's there. Like, you have to physically look for it because you just don't see it from the roof. It's elevated. I don't elevated. think I've ever noticed it. Yeah, you know, it's there. And it's creepy looking. It's like very overgrown I mean, with vines crossing over, but it's the same full size stone tunnel mm-hmm. like exactly and it carves through oh it's fucking I it mean, looks like a cave more than it looks like anything else but you can see it's the same stone and that, that trestle bridge on the way uh, after the twin, t- twin tunnels um, there have been I think at least there was at least one if not more than one reported uh, hanging uh, oh, the huge, just, the huge trestle, the, the yeah, huge yeah. train trestle and even I mean even now I've driven past there at like dusk and Silhouette, uh, just someone hanging there. Like yep. seriously, yeah. you look and it's like a flash, and it's and gone. This is it's all gone, within yeah. a five-mile radius. Oh yeah, yeah. No, this, 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 this is like the Pennsylvania Bermuda or the Pennsylvania Triangle. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's just. But it's, seriously, no. Beyond the backyard, uh, like so we'll. we'll uh, I sent him. To, we'll, I sent him the link. We'll have a link yeah. on that. But um, also to um, if you uh, want to read more about any of this stuff, if you find um, there's the series, the weird New Jersey series books. Yeah. Spawned in all the states. If you look for uh, the weird PA book, mm-hmm. you'll definitely. I know. I, I'm pretty sure. Um, I know. Well, I know for a fact the Gates of Hell is in there. I don't know if the it other is. stuff is in there. The Twin Tunnels, I don't think is. Mm-hmm. The Crybaby Bridge, I do think is in there. Though. Oh, that that bridge is special. Um, yeah. But yeah, if you look Let them up, it's some pretty cool you. stuff. Um, because we ran a little bit long, we're gonna cut the last topic. We're just gonna jump right into the MFK because we're uh, almost yeah, getting yeah. close to two hours. So, um, oh boy. Oh. So to close out tonight's show, we have another very special MFK. Again, falling with our Halloween rule set, we're gonna have tonight Brody, uh, which is the police chief from Jaws. Then we've got good old uh, Ash from the Evil Dead trilogy. And uh, actually, I guess it's quadrilogy now. Sort of. Yeah. yeah. Quadrilogy. Yeah. yeah. And um, then uh, we've got good old lovable David Arquette as Dewey from the Scream series. So um, since Tim hasn't talked for a while, I'm just going to have him kick this one off. Yeah, I got. I've I've been looking at this so all night going. I've I've got nothing. Um, I've been thinking the same. I have no idea. I've I've got nothing because I I've watched Scream like once. Yeah. Um, and didn't really enjoy it because well, I didn't find it any good. Um. Uh, bro, uh, there's 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 nothing here for me. I'm like, oh, the first okay. instincts go. Um, yeah. I. There's no connection with any of these characters. I just oh, no. pick blindly. Yeah. All right. Um, well, Ash I, is kind of a badass, though. So yeah, he's kind of a badass, but he's I don't know. It, it, it's I I enjoy being I I enjoy watching him. I just don't know if I'd ever enjoy being around him <laughs> <laughs> for an extended period of time. So it's um, like most of your friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But, um, well, I don't know. <laughs> you can't kill Ash because he'll just keep coming back. It's true. He's immortal, partly. You can't kill him off. Yeah. Um, I, I don't really like David Arquette, so I guess I'll kill Dewey. Bye, <laughs> um, Dewey. <laughs> Bye. 
Bye. I just don't want to look at Brody's leather face all, all the fuck oh, forever, so just exactly fuck him once and man. marry Ash. So fuck, fuck him from behind. Oh. Fuck him from behind. Well, then you gotta look at his leathery behind. Oh, <laughs> that's so sad. Do it, do it in the boat with no lights out. In the middle of the night, there's no moon. Show me the way to go home. <laughs> You're just fumbling around in the dark. Am I banging a handbag, or what's going on here? <laughs> So there, there you go. Um, <laughs> kill Dewey. Fuck Brody. Bye-bye. Mary Ash. There you go. <laughs> How about uh, Siobhan, why don't you hit up, hit up next? Okay. Um, this was kind of difficult because I never actually saw Scream. So I think Fair. just right off the bat, since I have no emotional connection to Dewey Riley, I'm just going to kill him off. Fair. <laughs> um, and honestly, I, I'm Dewey. actually, believe it or not, I'm mimicking Tim here. Even though I've given this a lot of thought, I'm I would fuck Brody and marry Ash just because I I don't know. It's the pillow talk. Pillow talk. Yep. Oh, Kat, you came up with this list, so you're up next. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, like Brody's awesome in Jaws, but Leatherface. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't really want to fuck or marry him, so he's dying. Um. <laughs> Dewey was precious in Scream, and he was kind of, he was, like, kind of the bitch of the relationship. I can deal with, like, being dominant. That's great. So I'll fuck him. And I'll marry Ash. <laughs> there you go. Because Ash is just awesome. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sean? Okay, well, there's, there's not a lot of love for Dewey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, with a name like Dewey. Dewey. <laughs> character was dumb. Dewey. Um, so, um... I, I like to I call this one. I like to call one. this one uh, "wed bed or behead." So <laughs> we'll go. just go with behead Dewey. Um, I would probably marry Brody because he's a sheriff. You know, he'll make you feel safe as long as you're not on a boat. Um, and, and he just complains a lot. He complains. Yeah, it's a high stress job. It's, it's to be expected. Just hold me. <laughs> I don't ask for a lot. Um, Ash. Um, and we touched on this earlier. Um, I, I would, I would, bang, I would, I would um, bang Ash mostly because uh, there's a couple of different scenarios here: either attachments, yeah, or or stumping, yeah, uh, just Aww. you know, straight to the elbow. It's gonna I mean, be one so wild night. Well, one, I'm <laughs> Yeah, and ultimately, you no, know, too. If you're you're banging Ash, you know he's taking the lead on that too. So. Uh, actually, I, you I could also you could also bang the chin. <laughs> yeah. Oh God! There is a lot. There's of enough. There's just enough slide, there. Just slide it right in the yep. right in the groove. Oh. Right in the groove. Right in the groove. Yep. Uh, you know, actually, um, I, mine is actually the, the same as everybody else's. Mine is yours. Um, really? Mine yeah. wasn't the same as everyone well, else's. Oh, that's true. That's true. Right? I know. Well, I, I, I it's the same, but different. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Um, so, Dewey, I. If Courtney Cox is more of a badass than you are, there's something <laughs> wrong with you, and you need to just go away. Like, yeah. there's a reason why they oh, made uh, what was it? Um, scary movie. They had the Dewey character, and they actually made him the mentally challenged person walking around. <gasps> oh god, really? that's what it was. Well, that, that wasn't satire. That wasn't satire. That they took that character directly. They from named Scream. the character Doofus, and because it, oh. it, it, it was, was like, wow, they just could have put David Arquette in this, and it would have been perfectly fine. Like, <laughs> He was a lovable character through yeah, the series. He was. He really was. Still was. A fun series, but ultimately, though, he's the one. I'm like, I kind of wish they killed Dewey. Like they killed. Really, Ray I was 
like rooting for the dude. I wanted Randy to stick around. Randy was the fun oh, character. Randy was Randy, awesome. Randy was like he the totally conspiracy was. theorist crazy dude that like picked apart horror movies. He's the character that needed to stay alive. And he really was. I'm like, no, we'll just get rid of Dewey. Nobody likes Dewey. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Brody is, is, is definitely a fuck. Just so like I could be standing and he could be kneeling down and... Right before the cum shot, I could say, smile, you son of a bitch, to him. Fuck it. Oh, gosh. That's actually It's just that that line has to be used at least once in that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> mental uh. images. Mental uh. images. You can't unsee it. I did not unsee that. Not at all. And I will, I will say, Mary Ash, because... Lots of good adventures, and you know something horrible is going to go awry. And if you ever want to be in a zombie apocalypse, Ash is your great gateway point. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. look, in the comic books, he survived fighting both Freddy and Jason back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Um, he has gone through numerous video games that have been terribly written and still survived them. Yeah. He has a musical, for fuck's sake. Yeah. It's so and good. now they're talking about Evil Dead the series. So the man's going to make some fucking money. So that's a pretty yeah. good pretty good living, so... Yeah. Gotta say, marry the Bruce Campbell. It also helps that he's a pretty <laughs> awesome dude to meet in person. So I'm gonna go uh, uh, kill Dewey, bang Brody, and uh, marry Ash. Yeah. So that was episode number eight. Um, so we'll kind of go through the normal spiel here. Obviously, uh, always head over to caffeinecrew.com where you can check out the articles. Um, we have been talking about it in the past. Sounds like November. We're gonna be seeing that big site overhaul coming up, uh, which would be yeah, pretty yeah. nice. Um, like I said, we'll be definitely seeing lots of changes there. You can always find us, too, on both Facebook and Twitter at The Caffeine Crew. You, re- you can reach out to us, too, on our Gmail at caffeinecrew at gmail.com. The Caffeine uh, The Caffeine Crew at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, we're pretty much, if you just even just search for us in general, you'll find us all over social media. We have the oddest things that exist, I think, out there. It's true. So, we splooged all over it. Um, but, yeah. Um, so, uh, we'll do a quick around, a go around and uh, everybody can, you know, plug what they're working on. Uh, I'll start with Sean. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, my wife and I are starting a, uh, YouTube gaming channel, and I'll nice. be working shortly on a, uh, a gaming podcast. Um, I haven't decided if it's gonna be just video games, or if it's gonna be all realms of video games, maybe yeah. we'll just focus on one thing or another, um, per episode. But, I mean, a lot of it's gonna be news-related, so probably more often than not video games. Awesome. But I'm gonna try not to keep it too, you know, too heavy into that, so. Um, but, uh, also, uh, V and I will both be writing for Caffeine Crew. Yay. Awesome. Um, once we get some time to sit down and put ink to paper, or worst sure. case scenario, it's just going to be our podcast on the YouTube channel, mm-hmm. cro- you know, cross promoting. So, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah, so uh, uh, keep yeah. an eye out for that. Okay, yep. So uh, you'll definitely be able to catch Sean at KI Neutral Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Kat? um, I'm still doing my AMVs, and I have indie author interviews going on. Um, we're still running the book club this month. Is Odd Thomas and. Yeah, by Dean Koontz. We haven't decided what we're doing next month yet. Um, we're discussing that over on Goodreads. So join us there. Yeah. Siobhan? Um, I admittedly had dropped the ball on the website for a while, <laughs> but I will be making a comeback, so please. And uh, keep you also your have your open. store now, too. Yeah. I do have my store now, Old Magica Witchcraft Pagan Shop, so look me up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I will be making a comeback, so look for any articles written by Eyes of Seraphim. That would be me. Tim? Um, well, I've kind of put the, the website on the back burner since I'm producing three podcasts. Oh my god. <laughs> um, we actually have a new one out. It's, uh, just, uh, it's an anime cast with, uh, myself, um, Earth and Edge, cause they're going off of, uh, handles. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
This is uh, Blood Edge and Earth Dweller. Uh, we just talk anime for like an hour and a half. Uh, it's up on the YouTube. Mm-hmm. The tubes of you, because uh, I'm not paying for another Libsyn. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally fair. <laughs> and uh, eventually I'm going to try and get back into the anime writing, but I just... Uh, since we're talking we're producing for producing all of the things, producing producing three shows, and uh, that's a lot, and needing to watch uh, like sixteen different series <laughs> <laughs> along with regular TV, yeah. and getting so Destiny time TV. in. Uh, there's there's just and work and trying to find work and trying to make sense. Just get projects done. On. There's there's a lot going on. So writing has kind of taken a backseat to to the. To the uh, technical side of, of mm-hmm. the website. Yeah. Uh, and um, like I said, uh, also yesterday was our extra life as well, which was a great success. Two uh, days ago. Well, two days ago. Uh, <laughs> it still feels like, it still feels like yesterday. Yeah. So, uh, which was a fantastic success. Um, the team, um, I think, ended up raising, it was $2,215 just for Woo! the small group of us, which was pretty fantastic. Uh, I know Chop is, I think, right now sitting at number three or number four for most donations um, across That's country. Amazing. Nice. Um, actual Extra Life itself is actually this coming week. Um, so some of us might be jumping in every once in a while if we have time to yeah, I was thinking about jump in and say hi to a couple other guilds that mm-hmm. are playing. Um, but again, awesome. you can, uh, if you want to still make donations, donations are open until December 31st. Uh, if you go to caffeinecrew.com, if you just search Extra Life in the search bar, You'll find an article that has links to all of our donation pages, which are still active, so feel free mm-hmm. to still be able to donate. Aside from that, I'm still doing the What the Fuck Wednesday, and I'm, I'm going to start being, you're going to see a lot more gaming news coming out of me as well throughout the course of the week. But uh, as we uh, wrap up, too, a big, huge thanks again to Tim for producing this, the show and doing all the editing. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and another big thanks to DJ Cutman, Game Chalk Records for our theme music. And we'll see you all in two weeks. Awesome. Peace. Peace. Bye. Bye. Bye.